Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. good things come to an end unfortunately welcome in everybody but the beauty is we are just beginning we are sports take jacob sports youtube network Derek gunn barrett brooks rob ellis let me start with this guys uh mike garofalo from the nfl network uh tweeted out about three minutes ago that dallas goddard will miss extended time with a shoulder injury mm. suffered in the game against the commanders last night sources tell him and tom pelissaro also of the nfl network uh not a season ender the injury uh, added to insult on the play. It was the play in which he was face masked and was not called, but he will miss extended time, likely headed to the IR. So that is not good news uh, after what was a rough night last night. But anyway, good to see you guys. How we doing? What's up, Barrett? What's up, Derek? Uh, still a little pissed off. I'm mad. I'm mad as hell. I'm still mad. I'm I'm, I'm hot right now. Why well, should be? Why did the did, did, did Sanji make you sleep in your car? No, what what oh. it was, I I, I should have made them sleep in their car. I mean, this team, this team played absolutely horrendous. There was no question that um they were not prepared, not necessarily as far as uh game plan. It was more so because they just didn't couldn't match the effort, couldn't couldn't max and and and, and play above the Washington um, Commanders. They got beat up front. They got outmatched up front. Yeah, they got outplayed and they got outcoached. I yep. mean, there's really no other way to put it. Yeah, you had a team, the game plan on uh, the defensive side of the ball, the offensive side of the ball, the continued struggles on special teams, all, <clears throat> you know, bit them. And let's not let the players off the hook. Uh, you got owned in the trenches. You, oh, yeah. you got you got your 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 lunch taken to you. They the got trenches. their butt kicked. Yeah, so this was a collective front. deserved loss. And, yes. You Why know, are you guys it, surprised? I mean, seriously, why are you surprised? I'm surprised because it shouldn't have happened. That's why okay. I'm surprised. Okay, all right, but but like I said, if you look across the league, 
we've how many games have we put under the category of wow, I didn't see this coming, and the Eagles finally got bit. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not surprised in the I'm sense not, that I, I've said repeatedly they're not going 17 at all. But like know, the way that they're, they've gotten beat, and the problem is we're starting to see a trend here, which will be carried over as we go forward. That keep it's keep away number one, keep the ball out of the Eagles' hands and hammer them in the run game. And you saw it, you know. And, and it's crazy because the team only averaged three yards per carry, but it doesn't matter nope. when the time of possession is as skewed as it is. You can't Six. let your offense do anything. Six minutes, 11 seconds, an entire first half. First half. Yes. Six minutes, 11. You know what that means? The Washington. The, that means the reason why the Eagles had so much success with defensive side of the ball is if you get up on the Eagles and the Eagles don't run the ball, that means you can continue to run the ball because they can't stop the run, so, which means you can dominate the team by just keeping their offense off the field. They just couldn't get right on the offensive side of the ball because they didn't I mean they they drove the ball consistently, but they just didn't have enough um have enough opportunities because the defense just couldn't they couldn't stop them. Yeah, no, they couldn't. They couldn't get this, off the field. That third this, down conversions were absurd last night. Go ahead, yeah, it was a record. It, this team, this team is built to do two things. Get up on teams early offensively and be opportunistic on defense. And they're great areas in between those two things, okay? And we've been seeing this coming. We've been talking about the run defense. I've been talking about how the four-man front is not good enough. I've been I, Fletcher Cox, I don't know what he's doing half the time. And it's not just Fletcher Cox, but it, it, but you start No, he's, he's a big part of this. He's, he I don't know what cut. I don't know what the heck, you know, and we were, we were applauding Javon Hargrave for having five QB sacks over a span of two games. And I said, I said, it was because they played two inferior offensive lines back to back. And then I'm sitting there watching the game with a bunch of people last night. I'm watching Washington pound away at the line of scrimmage. And I said, I got it because it reminds me of Green Bay's offensive line. That offensive line is built to run block better than it is to pass block. And that's exactly what they did. And then I don't know if it was Joe Buck or, or um, Troikman who said, I think it was Buck who said, the Washington has had so many different line combinations because of injuries. It has affected continuity and chemistry. He said, tonight, this is the third consecutive game where the same five guys have lined up together. And if you look at their last two games leading up to this game, you saw a much more fluid offensive line in terms of the run blocking because all I saw was visiting jerseys going this way and home jerseys going this way. And even though it was only three yards, four yards, Washington's longest run in the game was 11 yards. But the bottom line is, by half before halftime, your defense had their hands on their knees gasping for air because they couldn't get off the field. Yeah, they couldn't they get off the field and guide back. They just stayed on time. You know, I got into one of my, uh, you know, on 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 my post game show, and I turn around, I'm like, yo, they only they only averaged three yards a carry. Right. But they ran the ball 49 times. Yes. And yeah. when you average the three yards a carry, I'm just saying it from a literal, not in a literal sense, but. You know, first year, first down, you run it three yards. Second down, you get it three yards. Now you're third and manageable. It's right, third yes. and four. Mm-hmm. You keep everything on time. And then you you pair that with the fact that they were able to convert 12 for, um, third down conversions. 12 of 15 to start. 12, 12 of 15. 15 to start. It, was, it ended up being 12 of 21. Was, 10 was, of those were via was, runs. 10 was, of those are on the ground, by the way. So when you do that, you control 12. it. Yep. Yes, 9 of 12. You just controlled the line of scrimmage, and that's exactly what happened. They got out-muscled up front. 
offensively and defensively. They did. In the second half, we guys we started to get a rhythm and running the rock, and then we started back passing again. Passing, they can do it, but you do that to the detriment of 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 what you do best. You are a run blocking offensive line. You're a run blocking team. I just don't understand. I, how does Miles Sanders get one carry in the first half? I don't get that. I know you know the ball, but give me a I break. I, why? And I, I, you know, I have nothing against Boston Scott or Kenny Gainwell, but what are you mixing them in for in the first half? Run Miles Sanders. How hey, does Boston tired. Scott get the first carry of the game? He I didn't have to take a shower. Yeah, he didn't have to take a shower yesterday. It so was ba- like they, they, I, you had eleven days to prepare for that. Eleven days. And well, you came out with that game plan on both sides of the ball. How about special teams? Oh my you, goodness! You, you get a roughing with both two guys basically. Blanket ship got the flag, but it was both guys, right? Then whatever the heck that was with with they almost got Sippos. I think he makes a great play to avoid getting got. Absolutely, punts it, but there's still a flag, so you got to kick it again. Like what is happening here? Like that was collectively <clears throat> awful. They look like they were just on an island for eleven days. They were unprepared. We haven't said that all year. I'm glad you brought up special teams because as I sit here right now, I firmly believe Kobe has to be replaced. Yep. I don't think, I don't even think he's an NFL player, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm I'm sitting there joking during the course of the game. Every time there was a punt or a kickoff, I'm screaming. And to the point I'm out on the concourse and people are laughing. I said, don't do it, Kobe. Don't do it. Let it, let it go. Don't do it. That one kickoff return. First of all, I don't know how the guy's walking. I don't know how he's not right. Nobody – that one kickoff he had, by the time he got to the 15-yard line, yeah. there were five white jerseys standing there waiting for him. Pop, yeah. pop, 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 pop. Who's it's, blocking? It's, it's, you know what it is? It's a bad combination of he's not the guy and they don't block for him. Yes, that, exactly. That's a bad combination. They don't block on punt. They don't block no. on kickoff. No. What are they doing? What that are they dude, That dude must be in traction the next day after a game. With Bro, my goodness. We talk about – you know, I've been, I've been screaming it for the longest time. Can I get a Michael Clay sighting? Yep. I said it so much that they even have a drop on 97, uh, 94.1 on WIP. Can I get a Michael Clay sighting? That's how much I've said it. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, he, this, at this point, I'm, 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 I, I just don't understand what's going on. What is going on? I mean, nobody's blocking. Nobody's know. doing anything. They don't know what they're doing, Barrett. They, they, no. like, honestly, it's schematic stuff where they don't even know. A part of this is you need to have special teams players on your roster. Like they don't have many. They have Sean Bradley, a few others, but most of it is like the Kobe Dean trying to figure out how to play special teams out there. But it's also just that they're not good. They're not well coached. They're not. I don't know. Yes, they're yes. not. And, they don't and, block at all, bro. No, they don't block but at all. This was this was highly dis- Gunner. Yes, I'm I'm disappointed because I think they are the better team. Now, yes. I know the better team doesn't win every week, right. but that doesn't mean I'm not going to call them out for it when no, they when they lay an good. egg like this. Like not I'll give good. you an example. Fletcher Cox is making $14 million a year, okay? Great, great stat from Brandon Lee Gowton, who we had on the show. Uh, was that last week, earlier this week? I can't even remember. Yeah, it all it runs last, together. Week. last week. Okay. Last week, yeah. From Bleeding Green. Uh, last six games, Fletcher, 289 snaps, zero sacks, one tackle for loss, two quarterback hits. He grades out 45th of 66 defensive tackles on PFF, and he's making $14 million a year. Come That's on, man. Not surprised, bro. I watched, I watched the tight ends kick his ass yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Digon, you can't laugh at this, man. If I can, if I can. Digon, <laughs> it was a one. It, it started out a double team, but all the tackle did was just post him up like this, and then he went inside. <laughs> the tight end 
drove him off the ball. Yes. yes. Eight yards down the field. A tight end, D-Gun. Yeah. I know, man. It wasn't even a tackle. It was a tight end. D-Gun. Wrong again, D-Gun. I wish <laughs> I could say that. Hey, Bear, explain this to me. Why is Fletcher – there's some plays, have you noticed the last couple of games, especially in the run defense, he turns his back towards the blocker? Yes. And I, I'm, I'm looking at – I thought I was seeing back. things. Uh, you want yes. my theory? Want my theory? You don't want to get hurt. Well, he doesn't want to get hurt. You're right. Uh, they're, they're business decisions. But I think the other part is he still hates this defense, but he wasn't getting $14 million anywhere else. So no, he's he back. No, okay. he wasn't. Now, the other thing is let's not let the defensive ends off the hook. So I know uh, Sweat got one last night, and that was huge. I'm not discounting that. But first four games, nine sacks. Last five games, three sacks from your edge, guys. Uh-huh. So this is collectively across this defensive line. It's the in- – like Hargrave's really good against the pass. He's not good against the run. Fletcher nope, Cox nope. is a ghost of what he what he used to be, and your edge guys aren't getting it done. Period. I hate to say it, but my, my boy Brandon Graham. Um, yeah. Yeah. Same way, I believe Fletcher Cox. I'm not going to say Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham are done because I, I don't think they're done. They're situational players now at this stage of their career, and that's what Brandon is. He's what, a situational situation? player. Situation, maybe third down. I, I don't know. Matchup, I, I don't know. Fletcher, same way. I, I don't know. 14 million. You got to play Fletcher because you're paying the 14 million. Right? I saw. I saw him get pressure once. I got. I saw him get a sack. Um, uh, they one-on-one blocked Fletcher, and Fletcher could not beat the one-on-one block. Now, the oh, defensive ends got there. <laughs> the other three players got there to the quarterback and hit him and, 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 and sacked Tyler Henneke, Taylor Henneke. But Fletcher was one-on-one and couldn't beat him. <laughs> it's he could not beat the guard. This, what's about Trey? What's his name? Trey something? Yeah. Uh, is it name Turner? Is, is it Trey no. Turner? Former Steeler, they got him up out of there. I don't know. It's Trey. I don't think Trey Turner the shortstop, but I don't know. Does it really matter? You know, at this point, bro, it was one on one. He one on one blocked, and it wasn't like somebody chipped him or put a hand out on him. It was a flat one on one block. Me against you, mano y mano, uno versus uno, and he didn't. He didn't let him off the line of scrimmage. No, look, it, it was again this thing. The, the one thing we always kept crediting the Eagles with was, hey, they show up every week. Most teams don't in this league. They didn't show up last night. It's okay. I mean, we could say it. it. Like, I'm not panicked. I think they are really good, and I think they will make adjustments where it's not gonna get, they're not going to get gashed every oh, yes, week on the ground. Will. Yeah, they do yeah, that they will. still. But, yeah, they will. but it doesn't mean day after we're not going to, you know, call them on the carpet for what this looked like. This was not good enough, man. And no. You know, the game plan stunk from the coaches and the players didn't execute either. So I, I, I will give the Eagles this to a man. And this started from Sirianni to every player. There were no referee excuses made. Every nope. single one of them no, owned no. it and said, we didn't get, right. don't blame the refs. This is That's us. Right. That's so I'll exactly give them that. Right. That yep. gives me encouragement that they realize that there's some things that need to be fixed. The they best the best line that I heard, uh, or saw, I should say, while I'm driving home from Ocean City this morning, I'm scrolling through Twitter and somebody said <laughs> Jonathan defense is, is is the equivalent of a COVID defense. They're playing ten feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> no, and oh, my boy Slay. Oh, he oh, got job oh, last night. Rough, oh. rough for Slay. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, McLaren went to town, man. 
McClellan did what he that. wanted to do, man. Did you see at one point uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, uh, he w- was covering him, and he, he caught probably like a 15-yard out route on the sideline. He said, don't don't put no safeties on me, man. He yeah. screamed that yeah. they caught the mic. Yeah. The uh, sideline mic caught it. Yes. Yeah, he, he, uh, he was wide open way too many times. Yeah, this was not – Slay's finest performance. We're not used to seeing this. This looked like old school Eagles defensive backs getting beat. Hey, every dog has this day, and the, and the dog finally bit the Eagles. Everybody's yep. been bitten across the league, and the dog finally bit the Eagles. And, and like I said, the one thing the Eagles uh, did that nobody else was able to do up to this point was overcome adversity. It wasn't like the Eagles were playing perfect games. They just jumped out on, on opponents and made opponents come out of their game plan to try to play catch up. And once they got close, the Eagles put it in second gear and took off from them. Yeah. They couldn't do it this time. And I'm telling you right now, it all started with that Houston game. The only thing, Houston, the difference between Houston and this game was Houston didn't have the players to finish the job. Washington had three great receivers, a quarterback who's not great, but efficient. And he found his open targets. And I'm sitting here going, you have two. We just talked a couple of weeks ago about both Darius Slay and James Bradbury were number one and number two in terms of percentage uh, quarterback completion percentage against them. They were both under like thirty seven percent. Yep. And I'm sitting there going, "You have two of the best corners in the game," and I'm screaming, "Why are they not coming up pressing these dudes? Mm-hmm. They don't play press coverage. I don't. Every other game I watch across the National Football League, at some point." Your corners come up to play bump and run. These dudes don't. And then when they do, before the snap, they back out eight yards. I don't get this. It's he doesn't want to give big plays. I, I like I hear you. It, man. I hear you. I he doesn't it. want to get and, and look, I mean, I'll I'll go to it. They they had allowed 16.9 points per game leading up to the game. It's worked, and that's from that extent, but it is frustrating to watch, and it didn't work last night. It did not work last night. And then that's the other frustrating thing. Make adjustments in game. Make adjustments in game, and they didn't do it. You know that they, they had they had gotten away with the run defense because they're up on everybody, and you teams have to abandon the run. You know for the most part in the second half because they got to throw to get back. Right, and, yep. and it wasn't right. that wasn't the case last night. They didn't have to throw to get back. No, Washington was either no, leading or it was you know it was really close or whatever. So you could just keep pounding. You know, Robinson was not you know out there looking like Walter Payton reincarnated, but he was doing what he had to do. And it was just eating clock, man. I, I've never seen that kind of disparity. Honestly, not. not. No, no. I mean, the I, amount of plays, just the, just the total play thing was nuts. That was, that was bad. That was six that was minutes. Bad. Six minutes in an and entire half, seconds. Barrett. It, it, it's crazy. That's. I mean, that's that's how you keep. That's how you beat the Eagles. You know, if you can keep that offense off the field, exactly, you can win. You know, yep. you know, you can run the ball on, bro. We are going to get smashed in the run the next seven weeks what? Yeah, I, what so here's the here's the opponents and it's easy to run through and look at so it's jonathan taylor who went off last week against the raiders he's back and he's healthy it's going to be aaron jones and, and dylan it's going to be the derrick henry it's going to be saquon it's going to be probably Twitter. the best rushing attack in total in the nfl in chicago that includes justin fields and uh herbert and montgomery it's going to be uh pollard and, and zeke Yep. You know, Kamara, I don't know what New Orleans is going to look like at that point, but then yeah, it's going to be either. Barkley again. But that's the rest of the schedule. Every one of those teams ha- has a formidable running attack. And people are like, you got to do this, you got to do that. Bottom line, you can't change the personnel. It's too late in the season to change personnel. You're not. Cha- you're going to have to fix what you have. When a team comes out and tells you what they're going to do, from- we, we don't coach. 
we're not behind closed doors. Leading up to this game, we talked about Washington is going to try to establish the run. How does that coaching staff not realize that or make an adjustment at halftime? Okay, you can see defeat in the first 30 minutes. They they basically freight trained you in the first 30 minutes. You have 12 minutes to make adjustments in the second half. And make adjustments? Where's the linebackers coming up filling the gap? Barrett, even when they tried to pinch Fletcher Cox and Hargrave over the center in the gaps, they still couldn't stop the run. Yeah, nope. Still could not stop the run. So you're going to play a better offensive line than Indianapolis's offensive line. You're going to play a Green Bay offensive line that's built for run because they, they ran over Dallas for 200 yards. They ran over a good Buffalo defense for 183 yards. What are they going to come here and do? Run the ball. Run the ball. What's and, they you, and, you, and, and you saw you saw that you saw the Green Bay, they beat the Bills by just running the rock. Running the ball. They couldn't finish it. But how did they beat Dallas? They ran the ball and they set up the play action. All of a sudden, they kid Christian Watson, we've been talking about forever. He finds a way to hold on to the football. Bro, they could have beat the Bills, man, if they just I mean yes. if they'd have consistently kept running the rock. Run the rock. Beat, they beat them up front, man. Yes. And this Eagles team is 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 definitely ripe again next week to have the same thing happen. On a right short week. And now your number one tight end is gone. Yep. Okay. Um, and who else got injured in the game? Uh, we, I'm still waiting to hear what's AJ, AJ's situation. Because yeah. once he planted his foot on that out, on the replay, you saw he limped before the ball got to him. Yep. He was not the same receiver. He had one catch. Game. That was his only catch. That's it. Yeah. And it's look, here's the here's what I'm really curious about. This is the first time all year that they've had adversity, like real adversity. That Detroit game was kind of crazy, but this is real adversity after a loss. And there's an issue, a couple of issues that, that are that are really glaring at this point. We're going to really find out what they're made of now. I, I kind of like it, actually. I like that we're going to find out what they're all about after this went down. I'm, I'm glad you just said that. You said there are issues that are glaring. Give me give me your top three issues that are glaring. All right, number one, run defense, hands okay. down. That, yep. That's the biggest issue that I would say yep. uh, with them. Yep. Uh, number two, they're not getting enough sacks from their edge guys. Nope. Yep, I agree. Uh, number three. Um, special teams. Special teams. Yeah, I, I would I go agree. two on defense, one on special teams. I think the offense is going to be fine. I think it's just, I just oh, think it will. I don't think they were on the field. I don't think when they were on the field, the plays were called particularly well. But see, the, the things you just said glaring, they've been the same problems all season. Yep. It's just that in a loss, it's more magnified now. Yep. And but, but I've been screaming for weeks, the four-man front is not good enough to do the job, to get home. For the money you have from end to end, it's not good enough four-man. Last night, your defensive coordinator blitzed a grand total of six times. Six times. They didn't even come up and run blitz. Yeah, run. It, it was screaming for run blitz early. Nothing. What I, yeah. what, I, what I say we needed to do. I said, I mean, that was one of my breakdowns, one of my game plans. Um, hey, we appreciate that, Shizzle. We appreciate that. Yeah, uh, you did say that yesterday. Well, we need to run blitz. You got to run blitz. You got to use Kazir White. You got to use TJ Edwards to, to, to stop the run because yes. they're not getting any penetration up front. No. Penetration is what kills run plays, and they did absolutely nothing. Yeah, absolutely no, nothing. They didn't. And I, I wonder, again, this is where I don't know how you go into the game with that plan, but then I don't know how as the game goes on and you see exactly what they're trying to do to you. I, I would rather just take a chance. And if you get gashed on, on a big run play, you know, so be it. It's like, would you rather them score quickly or do this bleed you to death thing? Like, just take a chance. I would Not from a thousand cuts. 
Yeah, Good thousand old, cuts. Right. You know, and and the other thing that we haven't seen all year. Now, two of these you can kind of throw out the window. They had four turnovers. One was that last play, which was, you know, garbage. The other one was a blatant miscall, which also has resulted now in the starting tight end being out for a significant period of time. So I'll I'll, I'll excuse that one. The other two, I mean, look, Hurts, you could say it was A.J. Brown's fault, whatever. You're throwing into double coverage. It's dicey, okay? And he got away with it in the, in the Pittsburgh game. But the other one is, you know, Quez Watkins, he's trying to make a play. It's unfortunate. He gets stripped. But you lose the turnover battle. You can't stop them on, on you know, with, with your run defense. And you can't get on the field offensively. It's going to make for a long night. Yes, you know, is. frankly, it's, it's surprising it was that <coughs> You know, JT says, <coughs> excuse me, JT says, why are we ignoring the passing problems from Hurts? I don't think Hertz had a great game, but I don't think he had that bad of a game. I thought he was average, honestly. Okay. I thought he put that ball, that deep ball he threw, he shouldn't have thrown it into coverage, but he's done it before and it worked to his favor. Yeah, AJ's got deep ball he that. threw. And I'm thinking, okay, that was a great pick, a pickoff by a guy named Derek Forrest, by the way, Derek. That's another story. All right, but that was a great pick. But then you see the slow-mo replay. AJ had it in his hands and bounced out of his hand and do snatched yep. it out of the air. And I'm yep. thinking, but you know, it was one of those games. It was bound to happen. Quez gets stripped. Fumble, face mask. Face mask is not seen. It was one of those games. A team just bulldozing. I still can't get over the fact that of all the – okay, if you see a team like Kansas City, Buffalo ran 51 offensive plays. This is Washington. Washington ran 51 offensive plays on your defense in the first half. Yeah. Washington. Look, I, it was it, – they got their comeuppance this weekend. You know, the only thing I would say is – to there, there's a lot of like fire Gannon. Oh my God. Panic time. The only thing I would say to that is, yeah. you know, the chiefs lost to the Colts. Yeah. Okay. Chiefs lost to the Colts. Right. Good teams lose to lesser teams every single week during the every season. Week. Every it, it's, week. It's how you respond <laughs> to that loss. Like, and we're going to find out a lot about them this week against the Colts. On we a are. short week. On a short week, which I actually think is probably better. Like you just you want to get the stank out your mouth. Yeah, and you've had too much time to think about the, these games to begin with. With all the they got to go brush their schedule. teeth. Yeah, brush your teeth and move. Floss, yeah. floss a little bit and get going, man. That's well, it. you know, and plus the, the advantage they've had that a lot of teams have not had is they have been relatively healthy up in uh, first ten weeks of the season. You look at teams, prominent players dropping like flies. This team has been healthy. Yeah. Now the little catching up. Your tight end, arguably one of the top four tight ends in the game, is out indefinitely. There's no timetable on this thing. Yes, indefinitely, which which is not good. Yep. You don't know exactly how your number one receiver is right now because he limped through the rest of that game. He favored that ankle the rest of the game. And we had this guy on our show after the game called Dr. Bruce. And I said, what do you look for in something like that, especially when a player continues to play through a game because you've got that adrenaline rush and you don't feel the pain and stuff. He said, well, after the game, once the body has had time to relax, you start looking for swelling and you start looking to see if there's any tendon issues. So, I mean, these are things you look for. It's amazing. You know, Barrett, uh, you played the game for 12 years as a pro. I've covered the game for over four decades. And the one thing that's always impressed me about the human body playing in a pro football game is you can be injured, but because you have that an adrenaline rush, it can get you through the game. And then all of a sudden, when your body relaxes and the muscles start to relax, all of a sudden the player's out two weeks, three weeks. You know. Yeah, he's in. Uh, he's in the training. He's in the training room right now. He's yep. definitely in the training room right now. They is not come back on 
on uh Wednesday because they you know they played today. Right. They've got to do something today. And you know, a lot of those guys are gonna be in there. And and you know, I I just I, I now see how much of a factor Avante Maddox and Davis made on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It, we it, see their effect. It's true. I mean, Avante was a big loss um, for sure. Mm-hmm. You saw that, you know, McLaren worked out of the slot a lot last night. and He worked uh, out, too. He worked out. Ooh, he, worked out. Uh, he worked out. He, he did. And let, me ask, let, me ask, let, let me ask both of you guys this. Yep. Do you honestly think Avante Maddox could have stopped Terry McLaurin last night? Stop? No. Contained him a little bit more, maybe. Yeah. They wouldn't have stopped him. Uh, I don't know. No, but look, McLaurin does that to everybody every week. On a little flag yeah, that's, route. That's what I'm, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yes. Yeah. Like on a little flag route that he beat C.J. Garner Johnson on. Right. I believe I believe Avante Maddox would have played better on that play. He, yeah. he defended it better. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> C.J., I mean, talking about an opportunistic guy. Yeah. It's a lot he, of picks, he, man. Yeah, he does. He's going he's, he's to get paid next year for somebody. He's leading the NFL uh, yeah, in the right now. Yeah, yeah. He is. He's going to get paid, bro. Yeah, he is. Yeah, uh, for sure. All right, look, a, a lot to, to digest here. They lose, and they lose Goddard, and we don't know how long. Uh, it's it's not for the season, according to the NFL uh, Network report. Uh, uh, Mike Garofalo and Tom Pelissaro, uh, both reporting shoulder injury. And, you know, the – I got to tell you, it, it, it does piss you off that it happened on that play where they don't get the face mask off. Yeah. And I'm not blaming – they, they, they lost the game. I'm not blaming the refs. I'm just telling you, that that just makes it that much worse. How do you yeah, miss that? The back judge is right there. How did he I miss know. that? And then right. after the game, the, the, the freaking pool referee says, well, we weren't looking for the face mask. We, we were looking yeah. to see if he was down. But guess what, right. dude? That's part of your job to be looking yes. for the freaking face mask. Give me a break. And that's Big part Dan. of the reason why he gave up the ball. Right, right. And, and and by the way, let me just say, I have I by letter of the law, the Brandon Brandon Graham play was called correctly. Yes, I have it was. zero issue yes, with that. None whatsoever. Yes, yes. And Brandon admitted it after the yep. game. Yep. yep. But I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at you know Dan. Dan just texted me. He said Rivera knew how to defend the Eagles the second time up through. Yeah, you know I'm glad you brought that up because did you see how the corners came up to challenge receivers on balls? Yep. They didn't yep. do that the first game. Yep, yep. They 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 were coming up challenging and in de- defending passes a lot better. That kid they have the tall uh lanky corner, Juice St. What's the name? Yeah. St. Juice. He's going to be a St. heck of a player, dude. That kid can pl- flat out yeah, play. Yeah, look, they uh, Rivera and uh Scott Turner and everybody else, you, you whoever you name every coordinator, they outcoached mm-hmm. the Eagles. They outcoached the Eagles. And we yeah, had Sirianni got outcoached and his coordinators got outcoached and they they deserve the loss. They the Eagles Earned every bit of that loss. You know, they did. All right, we'll talk about it. So we'll go heavy into the defense when we get back and some of the mind-boggling stats from that from that aspect. Then we'll get into the offense. We have Bo Wolf from The Athletic is going to join us at 1.30, uh, and then we will dive into some NFL stuff. Uh, there's some you know, really impactful injury stuff going on around the league, which we'll get into at 2 o'clock as well. But it is wall-to-wall Eagles today, all right? And you want to react – Give us some of your best comments in the chat section, and we will react to it. And in turn, let's hit that like button. We have been we have been a, a little shy on the like button. Let's hammer it today if we can. All right, uh, we come back. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Continue with the Eagles discussion. All right, let's talk about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because finding the right person to entrust with your hard-earned money can be difficult. I found the right person. And I'd like for you to find the right person as well. And that is Jim Murray from Principal Financial Group. Whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, 
you have a small business trying to set up your employee benefits or something that you're just not sure about, he's a great resource to, uh, to just reach out to. I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollover to Jim. I couldn't be any happier. You will be as well. Give him a call. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. You can email him as well. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salis.edu. Weird feeling. First time all season. We are on after an Eagles loss. Man, and, and, and it lasted until November 15th. So, uh, bro, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm like, I, I, I'm, 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 right now. Let me give you a funny story. <laughs> so, Barrett finishes up his post game, uh, responsibilities last night, uh, for NBC Sports Philadelphia. I'm still on 
on WIP last night. Derek, of course, killed it uh, on Jacob Sports uh, post game and pregame and halftime and, and everything that he did last night. But I get a call as I'm in a break. I'm like, "Is Derek calling for?" <laughs> He's he is on fire. He is so angry. I'm like, I love it, man. This guy's calling me at 1.30 in the morning, and he is pissed <laughs> off to the highest heavens. Dude, I, I can't believe this. Come on, bro. Like, he's going nuts. I'm just letting him rant. I'm like, all right. I, cool, all right, I, I got to get back on now. Okay? Break, but <laughs> it, was just, it was awesome. It just shows how passionate you are. So, anyway, I'm sorry I'm, to interrupt. Pissed, I'm pissed off right now. Like, I'm, I'm, I really don't even want to talk to you guys right now. I want to have yeah. – I want to sit back and sulk right now and just be pissed <laughs> off. You know, I, I, I'm – I couldn't really sleep. Like yesterday, I had a day of all days, man. I, I went from, I was on WIP from six to 10. Right. Did our show from 12 to three. Did my show uh, from six to six 30. Then I did a pregame show from seven to eight 15. Then I Jeez. turned around. I did the post game show after the game for an hour and a half, two hours. And then I'm driving home. We'll listen to Rob. And I'm like, I just, I had to talk to my boy, man. I, had to I, talk know. To him. I know. I couldn't call Gunner because Gunner was on, but I knew you were going into a break. So I said, you know what? Let me call him. I got to let some stuff out. You know, so it's I called you. I, I appreciate it. I woke up at 7 o'clock this morning because I'm used to being up. I'm like, I still didn't get any sleep. So I went to bed like 2, 33 o'clock in the morning and still up at daggone four hours later at 7 o'clock. And I'm still pissed off. I'm like mm-hmm. mad. I'm hot as fish grease right now. I want to really, really fight. Like I woke up this morning. I want to go down and work out. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to go downstairs and work out, but I ended up having to do. I'm, I'm, I was doing my board. I, I started doing my board for the, my college football game this weekend, right. so I'm doing my board, you know, and and I'm just sitting back. I'm I trying to, to concentrate. Yeah, I, I was trying to concentrate on. You know, I got West Virginia, Kansas State, and West Virginia, and I'm watching a little film on them. And I didn't even watch the Eagles film. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even watch yeah. the Eagles film yet. I, I'm like, you know, I, I can't watch that right now. Yeah, I need. I'm with like you. I need a little time, like Me too. before yeah. I, I really dig back into that bad boy. I'll do it. I'll do it when we finish today. But I, I need a minute. You know, I'm usually the next morning looking at it before we come on. But I, I need. I like really want to fight somebody right now. That yeah. game was out of my system when I went to bed because I said this. Better now than in a playoff game getting embarrassed mm-hmm. like that. Better For now. Sure. Yeah. Get it out of your system. Now the offense will bounce back. But the huge question mark, will the defense be able to bounce back because of the opponents they're facing? And they're not facing a bunch of elite quarterbacks, but they're facing a bunch of elite running games. So will this defense bounce back? Because if they don't, you're going to have several more instances like we saw last night. Yeah, Control the clock. 100-plus yards rushing. Yeah. Well, it's look, it's been three straight games. They've given up a buck 40 or more on the ground. The question is, and I said to you guys earlier, I'm, I'm pretty confident they will do some things to to fix some of the issues. I don't know if you'll completely correct everything, but, uh, you know, is this kind of what it is? Is it fixable? Do they have the personnel to fix it? Should they sign somebody who's on the street? You know, I, I don't like know. What, it's about, on, on what people, like, people talking about like signing Dominica Sue. There's a reason he's sitting at home. Maybe. Really? What did I tell you guys? And see, you guys remember – when everybody was elated when they signed Robert Quinn, and I told yeah. you guys, my buddy who works for the Bears said the mindset of the people making the decisions upstairs was they felt Robert Quinn has seen his better days. What has Robert Quinn given you since he's been here? Uh, Very little. He made a play uh, last night when the uh, when the <laughs> Washington <laughs> linebacker uh, uh, tight end went on. 
He said he made a play. <laughs> well, he made a play, D gun, dang it. Yeah. Well, he look, I, play. Yes. I, yeah. I think t- I, here's the thing, too. You can sit there and talk about making corrections when you survive games like you did against Houston, but when you lose, it smacks you in, a, in the face a bit different. Yeah, it was a gut blow. Oh, yeah. So I'm yeah. hoping that that's what last night serves as, a, you know, a wake up call. And I don't look. Listen, I don't think they sat there for 11 days reading their press clippings like I'm the greatest. But they, there was an edge that was missing last night. And there's also well, you uh, saw that. Yeah, Washington had that edge. They did. Look, Washington celebrated like they won 15 Super Bowls after. Yeah. That. <laughs> I think they're still celebrating. But you know right. what? Though, but you know what? Though I can understand why. When you consider that to spend more time trying to deflect the, what came out last Thursday about the district attorney in D.C. going after the team, the league. They've, they've had to spend more time trying to shield themselves from what's going on from ownership than they have been focusing on playing a game of football. Yeah. And I said last Friday, I said this, this game coming up could go one or two ways because players were ticked off about them using Brian Robinson in that statement yep. as we, we yep. talked yep. about. Hmm. The players could say, you know what? Screw this. We're done with this. We we playing for us. We ain't. Or it could rally. it could rally them. And sure enough, they closed the door, circled the wagons, and they came out. And on paper, they're not even close to being as talented overall as nope. the Eagles. Now, we'll say this. When it comes to their collection of receivers, there's some doggone good receivers yeah, over good. there. They're good. But it just, it just goes to prove, it, it, I don't care who it is in the NFL, you take them lightly, you, you, there's a chance you're going to lose. You can't just show up in this league. And they, you know, they, I, I don't know. They felt like they could just show up if they're, if whatever they planned for, for 11 days just wasn't it. I don't know, but you lost, you lost to a lesser quarterback. You lost to a lesser offensive line. You lost to a lesser secondary, you know, you lost to a team that you shouldn't lose to at home. And, they, and, and again, we can look back at this game and say, that was the wake up call, man. Like that was the one that kind of got them, you know, redirected in the you know in the, in the right way but there was there was a lot to it so let, let's let's hit a couple of these let, let's start with this one total plays last night 81 to 47 81 to 47 i mean that's remarkable offensive plays okay in the first half 51 to 19 washington 51 to 19 the time of possession as we talked about 23 49 for washington in the first half 6 11 that's a 30-minute half, and you had the ball for six minutes and 11 seconds. Think about that for a minute. Okay? Right, and that's what I said, man, earlier on. That's that's six minutes, 11 seconds, bro. So Washington converts 12 of 21, which was 12 of 15 at one point. Yep. Ten of them were on the on, in the run. Not like you were doing something exotic. It was basically like hand it off, and we're gonna, just going to pound it. So they do that. Um you know, they only act so Washington ran it 49 times. I mean, that is old school rushing attempt. That's John it. Riggins football right it there. It is. It is John. It's the Hogs and John John Riggins. Um, but they only averaged three yards per carry. First half, you knew what this was. They ran it on you 29 times in the first half. There was no secret to what they were doing. None whatsoever. For a hundred yards. You know exactly what was going down and 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 they made them like it. They yeah. beat them up, up front. They straight beat them up up front. Now we'll say and, this. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Barrett. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I don't want to go ahead and finish. <clears throat> when you get totally dominated, like I said, I saw a tight end, but block Fletcher Cox, <laughs> like eight yards down the field. I, 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 I couldn't believe it was happening. I saw and, that. <laughs> and I, 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 and I got mad because 
It's like and he turned his back to him and let him just drive him. Yep. And and then Brian, you know, uh, Robinson just ran right behind the block. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is going? Did I just see that? What just happened? You know. And then I started getting mad at people in the office because they were they were talking about Fletcher Cox. They were talking bad about. Him. I'm like, stop talking bad about Fletcher Cox. <laughs> stop it. And I can't. And I'm looking at the play. I'm like. Man, you know, I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk bad about him. I don't want to do it, but I, I had to talk bad about him. Well, I mean, look, we're gonna praise when praise is worthy, and we're gonna we're gonna be critical when it's there. And you know, we it's been praised for the most part for for eight weeks, rightfully so. This dude, right. they're the only, they still have the best record in football because they beat what Minnesota head to head. They have the best record right. in football. So let's not right. lose sight of that. Right. But we're also gonna get on coaches, <clears throat> players, etc. Like, like, look, you know, I, I've been defending Jonathan Gannon. I thought his game plan sucked last night. Okay, I call it like it is. Right. I don't, I don't care who it is, what the circumstances. <clears throat> how's that? Done? How's that Gann wagon right now? It's, it's in, it's in, uh, at the station right now for some. It service. is. It's yeah. got, it's got a blow. It's got a blown wooden wheel. So, yeah. So it's not, it's not, ro- it's, it's not rolling down the tracks like it was a few weeks ago. Nah, I think right now it's oh. going to stay in the shop for maybe a week. Oh, the is cracked. I, I yeah. told, what did I tell you last week after the Houston game? You can take my seat and give it to whoever you want to. I'm done with that. I'm done yeah, with that. But That's here's the, Derek, here's the problem, though. I'm done like, with, yeah. Because I've heard a ton of this. I got it last night, and I've heard it all day today. And I don't mean you. But it's like, fire Gannon. No. Okay, we're firing the guy. Right. They were, no. they were fourth no. in the league in points allowed. No. They have taken the no. ball away more than any defense. And we're right. going to fire right. the guy right. at no. eight and one. No. So let's just – I get it. I get the frustration, but let's, can we just put, get a little reality check here? Thank you. I agree. I agree with you. You're not firing the defensive coordinator. When you look at his overall stats this season, right? As as I've said consistently, and this is even back when they were running up, running up consecutive wins. I don't like your scheme. Yeah. I just don't like your scheme. You have a collection and Barrett has said it time and time again, and I've agreed with him to a certain degree. You have an umbrella of some of the best talent, on the back end of your defense, and you're playing, you're playing up in the concession stands. You know, you, my 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 motto is keep everything in front of you. Right. Well, eventually, as your season goes along, you don't think coordinators are going to figure out we can kill yeah. this team underneath all day. Yeah. What does Scott Turner do when they yeah. did throw the fall? You got Terry McLaurin running wide open in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Curtis Samuels in the middle of the field. What do you think coordinators are going to do? Everybody adjusts to this game. Yeah, everybody so, does. You know what I'm saying? So why why can't you change? No, it's come fair. up and smack somebody in the mouth. It's a very fair criticism of him. Uh, I think he is slow to adjust, stubborn, fearful. I don't know what it is. Like I, I, and again, I get it. He doesn't want to give the big play up. That's one of the objectives and all that. But there are times you have to force the issue. You can't always let the other team dictate to you. You have no. to force the issue sometimes. Yes. And he's yes. and he's hesitant to do that. And I don't like that. I don't. I don't like it. Here's here's a here's a plus and a minus that I take away from. We're talking about the defense. The defense tackled better, but they were tackling moving backwards. Okay, instead of yeah. moving instead of moving forward. Number two, I hate to bring up his name again because you know he's he's Bears boy, but the thing that shocked me most made me stand up out of my chair was Fletcher Cox, 6'4", 310 pounds. Has Brian Robinson 6'1, 228 up on the shoulder pass at the goal line. And oh, by the way, here comes CJ Gardner Johnson to help him. The two of them could not stop Brian Robinson from scoring that touchdown. Fletcher's holding him like you're holding bags of grocery. Yep. Right. Groceries. 
And you, why did you wrap that man up? Why did you take him to the ground? Why are you holding him by the shoulder pads trying to hold him up? You're 6'4", 310. Go low and take his legs out from under him. From under him. And, and yeah. I'm sitting there going, what, what are they talking about in team meetings? Are these things not are, – are, are they coaches afraid of people like the Fletcher Coxes and, and stuff? Are you afraid to, to call them out? I, I, well, uh, yeah. I don't know. And that's why I go back to what I said earlier. Like, you, do you guys remember? He was very critical. He said, this system, he didn't like it. He didn't want to, you know uh, – I mean, he had a lot of different criticisms about it. Now, I think everybody sort of like came, got on the same page and were professional about it and, you know, whatever. But I don't think he likes playing in the system. I think he likes what the Eagles offered him and he wasn't getting anywhere near that anywhere else. And he's here. Like, I, I think that plays into it. Plus, he's not the same guy. He's absolutely not the same guy right now. And, and I don't understand why these young guys aren't stepping up either. Like, why wasn't Wilson dressed for this game? You know? Right. Why wasn't he dressed for this game? Why wasn't he out there? Um, I, I didn't see anybody try to step up and 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 everything like nobody wanted to play. You know what I'm saying? Nobody was giving the effort on on the D line that I was looking for, that I expected, that usually I received um, from this this Eagles team. I, I really hope and, and look, I I think that he will. Let me just say that before I let me preface it by that. I really hope Sirianni doesn't just do the hey guys let's flush this it's one of those games this should be a a teaching moment gannon should has a lot to teach from this mind you the special teams coach michael clay has a lot to teach from this and sirianni and steichen have a lot to teach from this 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 was not acceptable in any way shape or form and i hope the coaches really self-evaluate and look themselves in the mirror and say man what the heck were we doing going in and what did we do during the game Right. It was it was that kind of effort. Like you as as bad as this was, you know, had it not been for a couple, you know, like I firmly believe that if they go in and, and score on that Quez Watkins fumble possession, they probably win. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and oh, just yeah. escape it oh, as yeah. ugly as this is, game was, they probably get by, sort of like the yeah. Houston game. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. and, I, I and maybe this teaches you more with the loss than the uh, uh, sort of fortunate win would have. Right, right. Well, uh, I hate to lose, period. A loss is a loss. But I, I'd have felt bad even if they had pulled this game out. I'd have still felt bad because the nature in which how it happened. Yeah. This, you, the Washington Commanders were nowhere near the caliber of team the Eagles were, which is why they were still in it so far and so late in the game, even with the how high the, the Commanders were playing. The commandos were playing at an all-time high. You know, everything was working for them. Ball bounced their way, and we were still in the game. That just goes to show how good this team is, you know, as far as the talent level. Mm-hmm. We were still in the game. We still could have won the game. If, but they if, just didn't take they, – they didn't – they didn't – they just – hungry dogs, you know, you say, we say a hungry yeah. dog runs faster or whatever they say. Yeah, their bellies were full last night. Yes, and and you could tell that the the, the commanders were, were were starved. They were. Look, and here we, all the things we knew going in, right? When you're eight and zero, you get the target on your back. Everybody wants to knock you off, right? Yeah. So that that number one, number two, it's a division rival game. They beat you at your place, so Washington was going to be ticked off from that. So you knew that going in. I think they'll never say this publicly, but I think they all feel collectively like they have a better chance to win without Wentz. You know, even though Heineke was yeah, and Heineke wasn't is. great. We all know that, but he he made plays. So I think they feel like there was a lot of things going in Washington's favor, but that doesn't excuse the Eagles away. I'm just saying 
you know, Washington, they wanted it more, man. We can say it. It's okay. They fought harder and they got the win and they deserve the win. And the if Eagles don't. If you remember me saying it, um, what's the day? Tuesday? I brought it up a couple times Monday. You look at Washington's previous five games. All five games have been decided by four points or less. They were three and two in those games, and Heineke says he took over as two and one. They were right on the cusp of turning things around. That game against Minnesota, they had Minnesota dead to rights. They had them up 17 to seven in the fourth, 17 7 fourth quarter. Heineke made two crucial mistakes, which led to Minnesota's win. If you look at the game last night, he did the same thing. He sent a pass deep down the middle. Luckily for him, nobody was there. He sailed another pass down the middle mm-hmm. that could have been detrimental. Unfortunately, yep. it wasn't. The law of averages finally flipped in their favor. I mean, they're not a great team, they're not a bad team. They're not a bad team. They have a good running combination in Gibson and Robinson. They've got three good receivers, and one of them is a Swiss Army knife in Curtis uh, Curtis Samuel. Yep. Who the jet sweep? That I tell you what, that one jet sweep he had that was called back. It yep. was wide open down the sideline. If it had to yeah, be a was. penalty on what he was yep. gone. Yeah. He they got lucky in that regard. So yeah. As many breaks. Then he ran the same play at the goal line. And yeah, they did. Score. Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah. Exactly. So. They see something in this Eagles defense, and kudos to Scott Turner yeah. for the game plan he came up with. He stuck to it. I wonder, and if they'll, they'll never admit it, the Eagles ran the ball, came out, ran the ball once, they got one yard on a run to Boston Scott. Then they started going to the air. Was it in the back of their mind, hey, this Washington defense held us to 72 yards the last time we played? That's absolutely what it was. You think so? We don't want to bump our head against the wall. There why you we, go. Why are we going to do this? Instead of just going out there and do what you do best. Sometimes the discipline of understanding what you are yes. as a team outweighs um, sometimes what a game plan should dictate. You are what you are. You're not going to lose your stripes. You're not going to lose your spots. You are a running team. Your offensive line is built to run. And I saw a couple instances, and you heard Jalen at the end in his press conference, and I've never seen him say things he said about, well, what was it that we um, – not we lack discipline. Left money on the table. No, no. He said something to the effect that um they didn't play well up front or the, the offensive line didn't it, it lacked discipline or or, or it's it was something something to that nature, right? That the guys up front didn't play as well as they should have played. And it was surprising to me and shocking to me. I, I don't know. Yeah, if he usually heard. doesn't call out teammates. Is right. That, is that what you're trying to say. But he called out the offensive line. He said he, it, it's not. He called him out in a in a small way, and you you had to listen to it to understand what he was saying mm-hmm. about it. When you listen to the when you see the press conference again, listen to what he says, mm-hmm. and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Okay. okay. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely uh, worth noting, right? That's for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean the, the thing you 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 wonder about is a they got to I feel like if they could get the the containment of the run game to from a defensive standpoint under control, yeah everything else will kind of come. Like I think the sacks will start to open up a little bit. We know they can take the ball away. We know the secondary is good. This is assuming everybody's healthy. Um, I think that part of it'll be fine. Uh, when we come back, we're going to turn our sights to the offense because you know it was a game where it, it's hard to really gauge exactly what that was because. They didn't have the ball much in fairness, but that's not to say that they didn't have opportunities either. Like I'll, I'll again, and we'll get into this more in a second, but you know, to start the second half, one of the reasons you defer is to get the ball and, you know, try and take it to them. You went three and out in the blink of an eye, you know, the drive at the end of the first half. I don't know what that was with some of the play calls, 
and you gave it back to Washington, and they end up getting a field goal out of it. By the way, that their kicker's nasty. That kid yeah. was hitting from everywhere. That dude, 58. Slide. Oh, my God. Let me ask you this before you go to break. Yeah. Because we, it's been debated on social media a lot. We debated it on our post game show last night. Would you have declined a penalty? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. I didn't really? like it at the time. I said at the time, I don't, I don't yeah. like it. See, I, I would have like pushed it. him back further. I mean, I understand he hit a 58 yarder. I want to see you hit it over 60. I want to see right. you. Hit, I see <laughs> no, I, 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 I understand what you're that. saying. You know I was what surprised saying? he hit the 57 yarder, frankly, but yeah, he's got a leg. And plus, it would have been if he had pushed him back, it would have been what third and 18, third and 20, 18, something, 17, something or like that. Yeah. So I'm not worried about Taylor Heineke throwing a 20 yard pass. I know, like that, that and point. that eliminates the run game totally. Yeah. Unless you're just trying yes. to get in the field goal range. Exactly. Yeah, but I want to see him. Hit, I want to see him hit it from 60. No, now, right. now, granted, he, he that 58 have. yarder. He, he had he about seven have. yards to spare that 58 yeah. yarder. Yeah, yeah he he's, he's but good. still. Now, if it's a dome, it's a little different because the elements are control. Or if it's like super nice weather, sometimes. Yes, like Miami. Yeah. But in yeah. that stadium, you got to you got a slight. No, it was wind, cold and windy. Last cold night. ball. Yes, yeah. man. He kicked the, he kicked that ball to the next county. He, dude. he did. He did. Props. Kicked he the did. skin off of it. Yeah, what? my man. My what? man can kick. So that's um, how, that's where I was. I'm like, I wouldn't have declined that. Derek, I just I didn't think Nick had a feel for things in game. Um, I didn't think his coordinators did either. And 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 the play like this isn't there isn't I. I I'm just trying to think of anybody who played particularly well. Like, can you guys think of anyone who you say, man, that guy really stood out? Offensively or defensively? Either side. Wow, hold on. Let me think. I think uh, T.J. Edwards had a bad game. Yeah, the uh, linebackers weren't good. Linebackers Slay. had a bad game. Slay had Slay a bad, bad game. Bradbury was um, quiet, which is probably a good thing for him. You know, he, let's see. he was covering. D-line, no. Maybe, maybe Gardner no. Johnson, maybe. He well, had he pick. had one pick. I mean, he had one pick. Okay. But I'm um, saying, like, if we're searching this hard to find someone who stood that's out, true. yeah, maybe not a good Epps. Sign. Yeah, yeah, maybe Epps. Epps. yeah, yeah. But I mean, really. Kayvon Wallace had one good hit, for the first hit of the season, but still, yeah, that was a nice tackle. Yeah, well, that he had nice one, that's what I'm saying. He made one play this season. That's what yep. I said. Absolutely. All right, let's do the uh, let's do the offensive side of the ball when we come back again. One thirty. Bo Wolf is going to be joining us two o'clock. We'll get into our NFL segment as well. We got a ton of. Uh, ton of birthdays and movies still it's a we are ripe with those uh all right we'll come back we will talk about the uh the offense and last night's loss to the commander see fire brooks he's Derek gunn i am rob ellis we are sports take jacob sports youtube network i want to tell you about pro action restoration because you want to take this number down and get this website down too because if if this kind of thing hits you a lot of times you're not prepared um whether it's water damage to your house whether it's fire whether it's smoke, whether it's mold issues or something else, and you can't quite clean it up or get it under control, that's why they're here. ProAction is on call 24 hours, seven day, days a week to assist. I can tell you from personal experience, I went through it. It was at my parents' house. They were upset. There was water in their basement. It was a mess. And ProAction got out there. They cleaned it up. The crew was professional, clean. The price was reasonable. It was, it was an incredible experience. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company. Again, could be water, could be fire, could be smoke damage, mold remediation. You name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760, or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. 
Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salis.edu. Back, Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn, and Barrett, and Brooks. We'll get to the offense in a second. I, I want to address the chat room, and I'm not going to name names uh, because I won't give the weasels the satisfaction. I but did. The, but the Cowboys losers, somebody flipped their rock over and they've crawled out. Um, I have a couple of Ooh. questions for you. Number one, did your team win this week? Oh, I'm, I'm oh. oh, they didn't. Um, did your team beat the Eagles when they played head to head? Um, oh no they didn't has oh, your team goodness. won uh in the last quarter century uh no they haven't bill clinton was oh. actually in office the last oh. time your team won so oh. take that and stick it way up your ass cowboys fans okay oh, oh my goodness go ahead oh no you know what wait wait wait, wait. i'm done thank you 
Yes, sir. Bravo, bravissimo, bravissimo. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, we're talking about Kobe, and sometimes you got to make tough business decisions. And um, I just saw coming across the wire, you know, Green Bay's returner Amari Rogers. He's fast as lightning. Oh. He can't, he can't hold on to the football. Can't secure the ball. Yeah, they just cut him. Wow, released him. him. Yeah, oh, and Kylan Hill. Yeah, and Kylan Hill. They just cut him. Who? Interesting. Amari Rogers, their yep. punt returner, punt returner. Mm-hmm. He fumbled in the game against Dallas, mm-hmm. and it could have cost him big time. Mm-hmm. And so that's like his fourth or fifth fumble this season. Mm-hmm. They just cut him. Wow. So wow. I'm not saying, and I'm not coming down on Kobe, but I, I hate to say, he's not a returner. No, he's not. Okay, he's not. He's not a returner. You know, and it's, people are talking about maybe it's time to bring up what's uh, Allen. Um, you know. I don't know if he's an answer. I don't know if they have an yeah. answer on the roster because mm-hmm. you're not putting Devontae back there. You can't mm-hmm. now. You're not putting Quez Watkins back there. Mm-hmm. So who are you putting back there? Uh, yeah, and you, you can't – you're right. I mean, you can't risk Devontae. Like, I was thinking last night uh, it was a late one. It was in the fourth. I can't remember exactly. It might have been the last time the Eagles returned a punt. I'm just thinking maybe you take the risk. But, man, I can't have Devontae broken in half with this scheme that doesn't block either. I know. So it, it's a tough call. It really is. I think the only viable option is Gainwell. He's done yeah. it before. He's sure-handed. He's yep. not fast, fast, but he's sure-handed. I agree. You know, but uh, yeah. I think he's the only, the only viable option on kickoff return. You know what I could? The only thing I can think of, guys, and I don't know because we're not there in practice. Maybe these guys really struggle securing the ball, like Gainwell or one of those mm-hmm. guys in practice. I don't know. It's just I, you, what you tr- you probably would have tried something else by now if you had something on the roster. Right. That's what it is, right there. Ooh. They would have tried something. And I think they're scared to put Kobe on the um, <clears throat> on the practice squad. I don't know why. Why wouldn't you? Can he go back on practice squad because he's been down? He, they, no, they did the thing back and forth too many times. Yeah, but if you have to cut him, I mean, oh well, good well, yeah, good yeah, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. All right, offensively, uh, and again, a lot of this is colored by the fact that they didn't they didn't have the ball a lot, man. They weren't on the field, so it's hard to. Hard to really get into them. But uh, Jalen, 17 of 26, 175 yards, had the two touchdowns, and, and did throw the pick, which, again, you could make a case that A.J. Brown should have caught, but it was also a little dangerous in double coverage. But I would say this. I, I felt like he was like a tick off last night. And what yeah, I mean by that is, like, even that really nice play design, as much as we're killing the coaches, I thought the the, uh, the fake quarterback draw jump pass to Goddard. Yes. Goddard makes a really nice catch on that. Yeah, he does. Yes, yes. Um, you know, something like that that should have been executed a little bit cleaner. He was just a tattle. Like, he got Devontae blown up one time where he threw it behind him. Uh, I thought he was okay. Like, he wasn't bad, bad. He, he was eh, I thought, last night. Let me ask you this. Why are they not throwing the ball more to Miles out of the backfield? A couple, couple, of, couple of years ago, he was a viable option out of the backfield. He could catch the ball. That, I've always said that young man in open space is more dangerous than he is running between the tackles. Mm-hmm. Why not put him out in a slot, match him up against the linebacker? Why are they, Why don't they throw him the ball? Oh, Boston Scott, for that matter. Boston Scott is – and the reason I said a game well goes over the middle, wide open, doink, drops the open, wide open pass. You throw the game well, but you won't throw the miles, who is your lead back, who has shown the previous regime that he has a pair of good hands. But you won't throw him the ball. Yeah, I don't understand it. If you can't run him, get him involved in the offense, like Washington does with the Curtis Samuel, like a Debo would in San Francisco, whether he's kept or running the ball. Find a way to get him more involved in the offense. What are you doing? It's Bro, academic. I, I, I think we just got to run him. 
I mean, we just I mean to only have one run. He had one run in the first half. It's That's a travesty. Yeah. It's a travesty, yeah. man. You cannot you cannot tell me that they didn't need to at least establish the run going into the game. Yep. They at least they at least need to establish it, get it going. Mm-hmm. Cuz You've always got that ace in the hole in your back pocket. When they did decide they want to run the ball, that's when they took control of the game. But to not run the ball, I mean, if you are a leopard, you have the same spots whether you go in the dark or you're out there in the light. Why can't this Eagles team understand it? If you're a zebra, whether it's dark outside or it's light outside, you still have the same stripes. This is an (laughs) Eagles team that runs the ball. Man, that was too well, deep. I'm trying to. Yeah, I know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm it's in the deep. wilderness. I'm in the jungle. That, 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 yeah, the nature. Deep. I don't know what's going on. You just, you just don't. I mean, why are you trying to get away from what you do well? It doesn't make sense to me. The point well taken, Barrett. Honestly, I, you know, again, one touch from him for him. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't. I. I were you trying to be too cute? I'm not sure. You know, they didn't kill Washington on the ground in the first game. They killed him in the air. Yep. Yep. Um, and Devontae in particular hurt them bad, and and and, and um, AJ was pretty good. But did you, you didn't think they were going to make adjustments from the no, last I'm time saying, you played? No, I'm saying I agree exactly. with you. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where I was headed. I you I would think that Washington was going to try to do anything it can to contain the receivers, which should have opened it up on the ground for you if you tried to do it. You didn't try. And, and once again, Washington held them to under 100 yards. They had what 94 yards rushing. Yeah, and that's a running game going in the second half at one point. Then they abandoned the run again. I'm like, am I watching the same team? You know, and they averaged, Derek, 4.7 yards per carry. So, it's pretty good, right? So, Miles averaged four and a half. Jalen, you know, 4.7. But Gainwell had one carry for seven yards. Scott had one for five yards. You know, in comparison, granted, they had way more attempts and way more yards. But Washington was only 3.1 yards per carry. Like, it's not like you were getting killed and tackled for losses and Miles couldn't get anything going, and you abandoned it. You just didn't try it enough. Um, and, and, and this is the third straight game I've seen DNs do a better job of containing on those RPOs. This is the third straight game now I've seen this happen. You know, whereas they were really sucking DNs in on the RPOs now. Um, Washington did the same thing that uh, the previous two teams did. Their, 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 their ends are rushing to a certain point, and they're stopping. So they're forcing the play back towards the middle. They're not allowing a lot of the outside stuff. Now, they, they were playing defenses that had discipline in, but not enough in the middle of the defense to do a lot of things that they want to do. They're going to play a Colts defense this week that's fourth in the league in defense. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about how bad the Colts are, but they're still one of the more physical defenses in the game. Yeah. You know, and they're fast. They're fast defense. They're, they don't, and they don't miss tackles. This is a defense that doesn't miss tackles. Yeah. So what are you going to do? What, what do you got to on a short week? Again, you're down your 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 potential Pro Bowl tight end. Your slot corners out for at least three more games. We don't know the status of AJ. The things that have caught other teams all season long are starting to catch up to you a little bit. What are you going to do now to alter what yeah, you're going to face on Sunday? Yeah. No okay. You run the ball. You run okay. the ball, establish yep. the line of scrimmage, yeah, which will keep you in the game, keep their yes. offense off the field. Yes, it all stems back to running the ball. Yes, I mean, you look at this Washington team. Okay, they only averaged three yards a carry, but those three yards a carry kept them on time as an offense. They were able to convert first downs because of they ran the ball consistently. 
They kept our offense off the field. Why? Because yeah, they, they ran the ball consistently. Yes, yep. they did. No, you're right, Barry. They you're ran right. 51 I, I, plays because of that running game. You, you know, here, here's the other part of this. All good teams. Oh, look, th- these guys are paid a lot of money, and they're really smart. And they're at the NFL level for a reason. Right. Eventually, coaches and coordinators are going to adjust to what you do. As successful as the Eagles had been early in the year and throughout really the first half of the year, whatever, eventually it was you, there were going to be adjustments made. Now we find out what the Eagles are made of. How are they countering? What are you doing differently now that they're taking this away? Now exactly. that they're, they're they're picking up on the RPO a little bit better or whatever it is, you know, either side of the ball. How are you countering that with this move? This is where we're going to find out if Steichen and Gannon and whomever are, are real candidates to be an NFL coach next year. Show me what you got now because you have a lot of talent. Still a lot of talent there. You still you still got to do what you do best, and that's run the ball. Man. No, I agree, Barrett. It's, it's that's, 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 your, that's your foundation for everything. Right, right. It uh, should just, be at least. Hey, in regards to the the Goddard thing, so Goddard is going on. You know, the IR is going to be down for for a while. Um, you got Stoll, you got Calcaterra, who's a rookie, but Tyree Jackson is eligible to come off. Right. So, you, you know, this week he's off the IR, and I don't know where he's at health wise, but he's at least eligible. He's, yeah, this is this is a great opportunity for him to show right. what he has. So, you know, we know what Stoll is. Stoll's going to be a good blocker. And he actually made an all right catch last he'll night. He'll be his number one. They'll be, he'll be the number one. But he these guys have the an opportunity, one. the young kids. You know, Calcaterra and, and Tyree Jackson have a, have a chance here to do something. Well, you know, one man's injury is another man's opportunity. And where's Tyree Jackson? Where, where is he? Is he still hurt? Come on, That's yeah. insane. I know, but where is he? He can practice now, so I mean, I guess okay. But he, he, he can practice now. Is he? But is he ready for game shape? I don't and know. Reason, That's what I'm saying. I don't know reason, where he's at. Yeah. Well, now I mean, the reason I say this is because Baltimore goes out and gets Deshaun Jackson. Okay, he's been sitting at home. I've been working out. First game, he pulls a hamstring. So I mean, <laughs> what else? What else is no? He, he pulls a hamstring. He's out of the game. So you know, Tyree Jackson would be a great option if he's available, but. I I'm wondering what kind of game shape he's in at this point. I mean, no, I mean, look, if, if everybody's healthy, you still have AJ Brown and Devontae Smith and Zach Pat. Like, you should be able to yep. move the ball in the air when you're not running it. You should yep. be able to do. And you still have a really good offensive line. <laughs> so, and a and a guy who was an MVP candidate quarterback going into last night's game. Not exactly. that he did anything terrible to right to hurt his yeah. But the point exactly. is, there's so much talent there. Like you, it's tough. It's a big loss. Dallas Goddard. We all know how good he is, but. Come on, man. Like the other part, I like I know they miss Jordan Davis, but my God, man, like you got to be able to overcome this stuff. It can't be this bad when Jordan Davis leaves. Can't be. Got to be more careful, man. Got to be more careful. Yeah. So uh you have that. And again, it was one of those nights last night. AJ Brown catches that ball, he's limping. You're like, uh, he went right back in. Mike Quick was talking about on the on the radio broadcast last night. Um that he felt like AJ didn't have the right spikes for some reason. And he changed them out and he, st- he still didn't feel like it was right. I, I, I don't know where Mike, Mike might have been really just keen picking that up, but he, he said he, he felt like maybe that was the issue that he did so- tweet well, something because he didn't have the right spikes on. Well, he was like, even on that, um on that comeback, he tried to run when he, uh when, when, when Hurst tried to back shoulder it and he slid in, he slid down then. Yeah, I mean, he was the only one sliding like that, you know. Right, so that's what, and that's when he pointed it out, Barrett, on that one when he fell yeah. and hurts. I think still threw it to him, right? Yeah, he, he threw it to ground. him. He tried to back shoulder it. And he slid on the ground. It would have been a first down too. It had been a first down completion. Yeah, and they ended up punting on that drive. 
those are the little things that you see that you know that could have kept them in the game. But just those little things, man, are the difference between these guys winning and losing. They can't afford not to be uh, um, a consistent team that does the little things right. And that was when they when we had success, we ran the ball consistently. The it's, you know the the six games we had. <clears throat> First six game, we ran the ball when we wanted to run the ball. These last two games, well, last three games, they haven't. You know what I'm saying? Last mm-hmm. three games, they haven't. Six games, you run the ball, you win. They have two games, they get kind of shoddy and slotty, and they don't win. Well, they win two and lose one because they changed what they wanted to do conceptually as a team, offensively. You just don't do it. I mean, I understand you want to drop back pass, but you still got to run the ball, even if you don't run RBOs. Hand the damn ball off. Give it to your running backs. Let them go out there and play. You saw what they did in the second half. They were dynamic. I knew the first time they go into halftime losing, I really thought that this team felt like they were still going to win the game. Yes. That There was no sense yeah. of urgency going into halftime. There was no sense of urgency coming out of halftime. They're like, all right, no. we'll eventually get into it. We'll eventually you know, turn things around yeah. and win the game. And that's how I felt they had the, the, the sense that that's what was going to happen. Oh, we're not going to lose this game. There's no way we lose this game, and they end up losing the game. And, and some of that's bore out of the, you know being undefeated. There maybe there's a little yep. arrogance there, um, yep. and and this is what you need to, to knock you back down a couple pegs. Yeah, you know, again, this could serve to to as a good thing. Right now, we're all you know angry about it and all that, but I mean, it could serve as a good thing if you get back to the basics and you get your act together in in this Colts game. You come out I'm and not, run the ball. I'm not angry, the Rob. <laughs> I know you're fine, Derek. I'm in I'm in a peaceful place, Rob. Yeah, Namaste. Uh, but if you come out and you, and you run the ball against the Colts and and you hold Taylor to eighty yards and you know three three point nine yards per carry, you can get this thing right back on track very mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, I, let me ask you guys this: How much? I'm not, and this is not excuses. Just trying to dig into this. Two games. Uh, you know, they didn't played in eleven days. Two games in twenty nine days. Is there is there any legitimacy to that? Uh, with the way that they play. absolutely, absolutely. I'm um, I'm gonna read you what Dan just sent me. Dan sent me um, uh, Fletcher looks like he hasn't had a flex. Um, Fletcher looks like he doesn't have the flexibility anymore to get low and play at um, play with leverage. Then he put right after that three games in 29 days. Dudes like Fletcher need activity. They okay. need to keep going. They need that. That, that that sense of purpose to go out there and play. And, you know, some of the guys are too young to really know what to do in that idle time. You know, you sometimes you need that purpose of playing week in and week out, staying on schedule, going out there and be consistently playing the game the way it's supposed to be played. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. They just weren't ready to play. This team just wasn't ready to play. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. And look, we, we have seen it all week. The, the big thing that, that's also interesting here from an Eagles perspective is you look at the standings in the NFC. So you have the Giants are just a game behind at 7-2. and two. The Eagles have yet to play them. They'll play two more times before the end of the season. Cowboys with the loss on Sunday are 6-3, and three, and the Eagles hold the, the head uh, tied head break, uh, head-to-head tiebreaker. Anyway, easy for me to say. Uh, then you have the Vikings who are eight and one same record as the Eagles. However, the Eagles beat them head to head. And then you had the teams that may be sort of coming back to life. Yep. You got Tampa Bay, 
maybe Green Bay. I think I need to see it two straight weeks from Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay's playing Tennessee Thursday night. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, that is going to be interesting. And then you have the 49ers. So, you know, they're, they, they're, they're not going to run away here. They're just not. You nope. know, as much as we think the Giants are going to fall into the abyss or, who you know, fill in the blank, the, the Vikings, they're not going to. So they're going to have heat on them. they got to figure this out. 40, 49ers scare me more than any other team in the NFC right now. I would agree. There's no question. I've been saying it for a few weeks. The only thing the 49ers have not been was healthy. And now they're slowly getting healthy. And when I watched that Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay defense play against Seattle with um, uh, Akeem Hicks back, Antoine Winfield back, much different defense. That was like the Tampa Bay defense from two years ago that won the Super Bowl. Yeah. The way they put the clamps down on Seattle's offense, the way Seattle's been blowing people up lately. They jumped out because of their defense. They they built that twenty-one to three lead cruise from there. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at that defense, I said, "Oh my goodness!" And you've had a Christian McCaffrey to go along with Debo Samuels, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle's on that offense. You already rugged in the trenches, both on the offensive and defensive lines. And you can say what you oh, they're only five hundred. There's a reason why they were five hundred. Okay, they didn't have the personnel. Kittle Kittle was out for a while. Yeah, he was. Debo missed a, a game or two. Mm-hmm. Okay, you had all kind of key players across the de- defense that and were they out. didn't have McCaffrey. Or no, early. didn't have McCaffrey. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, you know, they didn't they didn't blow out the, the last opponent. They only won by six. That was a good defensive game against the Chargers. But 49ers won that game. Mm-hmm. They out physical San uh, San Diego, the L.A. Chargers, um, and that's what their their whole scheme is predicated on. They like to play bully ball on both sides of the football. Yeah, yep. they, they, I, I agree, and and they're built for road, yes. bad weather, yes, playoff kind of thing because they can play defense and run the ball. Um, yeah, and they have strong receivers like Debo. Just really, I, I, See, I, I, I you guys said everything that I think when I when I think about the Eagles, built well to go, you know, go to you know to to go different places and play. Right. Run the ball consistently, defensively. They do enough to stop you. Um, you know, it's the exact same thing, but I think we're a better team because we have a better quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would Great agree. receivers. Yep. I that's why I say I still don't think that this uh 49er team is even in the class with, with the Eagles at this point. Well, why? that's why to me it, it look it, it's far from panic time. Yes, exactly. This is a really oh, yeah. good Eagles team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Really good. Uh, on a lot of levels. I think well, they need let me to wake up a little up. bit change things up. Yeah. We agree in unison that this is a really good Eagles team. What are we saying next Monday if they mess around and lose to, to the Colts? Uh, it I depends. Won't. I, I think huh? it depends how they lose. If it's the same patterns here, you're saying to yourself, look out. It's four straight weeks. They've gotten killed on the ground. Um, and maybe they, maybe they aren't able to stop it. Well, maybe they, they, there are adjustments. That's it has problem. to be hand in hand. It has to go hand in hand. The defense has to play well. They only play well when the offense is as out there and, and time possession is in their favor. That's when the Eagles play best on the defensive side of the ball. If time possession is, is, is in the Eagles yeah. favor, yeah. when they can control the line of scrimmage on the offensive side of the ball, run when they want to run, pass when they want to pass, Get that defense enough time to sit down, evaluate what's going on instead of being out there the entire time. You know, it, it, they're better suited to do that. But these last three games, they've had to play it a little more than they're, they're accustomed to playing. And that's only because they've not run the ball as consistently as they – even when they're passing the ball and the passing game is working, you score a lot faster when you do that. You don't keep your defense on – your offense on the on – the, on the, 
on the field as long as you do when you run the ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's it, it, you go down the field quicker, and this this team is not what they it's not what they want to do. It's not. I, I hope there's not the hey, we had to run it last year just because we had to do what we had to do. Uh, we ultimately want to pass the ball, and this is you know, where we're trending. I, I, you know, lean into what you do best. You know, run the ball and work off of that. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what they have to do, man. That's what they have to do. Yep. There's nothing wrong with just running a rock, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, they got to get I don't know why. Yeah. And, and look, look look at the success that Washington had uh, doing that. And, and Dan – you know, it says forty-seven eighty-one, like we talked about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that's that was a, a keep away uh, game plan that worked to perfection. They kept it away from the Eagles. Yep. In turn, it wore the Eagles down, and Washington ran it to perfection. Uh, how much are you leaning on Frank Reich this week? And from a consultation standpoint, <laughs> are they going to bring him in? I doubt they even bring him in. Well, I, Nick says mean, he I talks don't... to him all the time. I'm just, I don't yeah. even mean in an official capacity. I just mean, hey, man, hey, hey, Frank. Yeah. And how much does Frank want to give it, give all the dirt up? I, I don't know. I mean, it's a weird spot for Reich to be in. Well, you have Vic Fangio as a consultant, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, he was at you, training camp a bunch of times. Yeah. I know that. You've had you had Marty Morningweg as a, as an offensive consultant. I wouldn't put it past him to bring in Frank Reich well, or consult with Frank Reich about what he's seeing from an offense to, to make it uh, a better offense. You know, despite what happened to Frank in Indianapolis, Frank is still a very good offensive mind. He just got, he was in a bad situation in yep. Indianapolis, Yeah. you know? So I wonder if he's even interested, you know, in, in terms of helping out his, uh, his, his protege, uh, Sirianni. I'm sure that'll come out in the next days or weeks, if that is the case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam, well, um, maybe, yeah. He just starts showing up, you know, every once in a while in the, uh, you know, in, in, in maybe in a meeting room here and there, or maybe at lunch sometimes at the Nova Care system, and go from there to being, yeah. you know, uh, it's just it's just the way that you know the ball bounces in the league. You know, you go from team to team as a coach, right? Yeah, no question. And I and he may be Frank Reich might just say, "Man, I got to get away from it for you know two months." I I I. I that wasn't the most fun experience this past year. Who knows? I, I don't know how that uh, how that all works out, but it's definitely a resource that you could tap into. That's for right, sure. right, okay. right, right, right. Um, we're going to come back and Bo Wolf from The Athletic. He was at the game last night. We'll get his impressions on, you know, not only the game last night, but the Goddard injury and that, that impact where this team goes, you know, as we move forward here. Um, a lot to get into as they suffer their first defeat on the season do the Philadelphia Eagles now eight and one eight and one on the season with the Colts coming up in Indy Jeff Saturday and the Colts in Indy uh this Sunday so we'll dive into all that don't go anywhere Derek Gunn Barrett Brooks Rob Ellis we're sports take Jacob Sports YouTube network I want to tell you about Flynn Tree Services yes Flynn Tree Services is an experienced licensed and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property I gotta tell you I'm walking around Walking the dog, driving down my street in my neighborhood, I see a lot of older trees, branches kind of hanging over into the house, onto the roof, in the backyard, onto the street, looking dangerous, okay? So you want to kind of be preemptive here when you look at this because we're in that time of year with hurricanes, with heavy winds, all that kind of stuff where you need to get your trees evaluated. And there's no better time than right now to do it before it becomes a big problem. You give him a call, 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848. They will, basically, they can handle any kind of tree. 
whether you need it removed altogether, you need a stump grinding, you need tree pruning, whatever the case may be, uh, they can handle it. And they service southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, northern Delaware. You can reach out online as well. FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers. Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salis.edu. All right, it is Tuesday. I would say happy Tuesday, but I don't think Eagles fans are all that happy after the way last night went down. Uh, that's for sure. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. And joining us right now, we, we turn our sights to the man who's just a straight shooter with upper management written all over him and does an amazing job covering the Eagles for the athletic, Bo Wolf. Bo, what's happening, my man? Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm working on like two hours of sleep. I feel like half a human being, but I'm happy to be here. How are you guys? <laughs> You're no gamer, question, man. man. No question. That's what we man. love about you. It doesn't yes. matter. Yes. Yeah. 
I'm still uh, a little pissed off, man. I'm still ahead, pissed Barrett. off, bro. Yes, uh, man. I'm, I'm, Dead, man. It, it, it shouldn't have happened, number one. It shouldn't have happened. I'm one of the believers that we didn't need to lose just to stay focused. Um, I don't think it was even a focus thing that reason why we lost. I think um, hungry dogs run faster. And those are hungry dogs on the side of the field. They wanted it more than this Eagles team wanted it. Period. It wasn't anything schematic or anything that <coughs> they did anything different. They just flat out kicked our ass up front. Oh, Both your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting because Jalen Hurts said that his message to the team yesterday morning was um, like that hungry dog drunk faster. We don't have to manufacture um you know, motivation, we should be just as hungry now um, as we were at the start of the season. And, you know, he said, we'll, we'll, we'll see how we bounce back. He said he's confident um, that we, they will respond well. I mean, I, I think I find it hard to get like super angry or, and worked up about this game because it was sort of like you knew that a weird game like this was coming, right? They, they weren't going to win the turnover battle every single week uh, right. like they had through the first eight games. Um, there were some fluky plays in this game. I mean, if Quez Watkins just runs under that ball instead of falling to the ground, he scores a 75-yard touchdown and gives the Eagles a lead, and I'm not so sure that uh, the, the defense can't just close that game out. Um, obviously, the Dallas Goddard um, play, which we can talk about and we can get to because you know he's going to be out for a couple weeks, it sounds like. That's a, a game-changing play. Um, I, there are there were some coin flips in this game that I think uh, it's hard to get super angry about from my perspective. However... There is also the glaring flaw of the run defense that um, is the thing that they need to fix, and they're going to need to figure out a way to fix it fast given the schedule that's coming up. Well, let's talk about that, Bo, because this has been building, right? Uh, it's the third straight week they've given up a buck 40 or more on the ground. They've been able to overcome it. I think in a lot of ways they've had leads and teams probably abandoned the run later in games, et cetera. But you know, certainly the game plan last night was just to pound it down the Eagles' throat. Is it as simple as adjustments? Do they have the personnel to be able to at least curtail it to an extent in your estimation? I mean, can we lay all this at Jordan Davis, you know, is out. I, I, I've heard that at nauseum. I'm not denying it, but my God, you know, he wasn't playing that much. So wh where do you stand on the, uh, on the run defense? Yeah, I, I'm with you that the Jordan Davis absence is a little bit overstated. I mean, it's important for sure. And you saw it um, last night, not only the fact that, Marlon Tuipolotu and, and you know Marlon Tuipolotu at nose tackle is a, is a significant downgrade from Jordan Davis, right? And then you put if you put Javon Hargrave there, that means that he doesn't get to rush the passer and get up the field. So yeah, it's a big absence. But they weren't a good run defense with Jordan Davis. You know they were like 25th, I think, in run defense before he <laughs> left. So it's not like they were lighting the world on fire. Right. And what does it say about your defense if like your rookie? Uh, first round pick leaving is going to collapse the entire scheme. Now, you know, Washington gained like 3.5 yards of carry yesterday. So it's not like they were dominating them, but the fact that they were able to do it so consistently with so few negative plays to get them behind schedule when the Eagles knew what they were going to do. I think you lay that uh, at, at Jonathan Gannon's feet a little bit. Um, you know, you can't blitz Taylor Heineke a little bit more and be a little bit more mm -hmm. aggressive. I think they blitzed twice in the entire first half. Um, now, wow, they, six times the whole game, yep, right? And and so they, you know, they bowed up at the end of the game, right? Like they they forced uh, three uh, punts when they, the game was in the balance, and so you give them credit for that. They they made some adjustments, but there was a five drive stretch starting in the second quarter 
when they had five scoring drives of like 12 plays, 16 plays, 13 plays, eight plays, 13 plays. Like that's not good enough. And I know that everything is all part of uh, the same interconnectivity, but if the offense is on the field for six minutes in the first half, it's tough to get a rhythm, right? Hey, Bo, would you categorize this game under the heading of either it was just one of those dog day afternoons or nights, as we've seen everybody go through in the National Football League, except the Eagles up to this point, or a blueprint plan has definitely been laid in terms of how to neutralize the Eagles? I would lean more towards the former, um, okay. especially division games, You know, second time playing a team. Mm-hmm. Those games can get a little bit wonky. I also think that the the idea that like this is the blueprint to beat them is a little bit like well, didn't everybody already know that you could run on the Eagles, right? Like they didn't need to see this game mm-hmm. to know that that could be the formula. Um, and just because you run doesn't mean that you're going to win the turnover battle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I, I chalk it up a little bit more to to some bad luck that was probably going to come over the course of a, a 17 game season. Yeah, luck is not. Luck is something that you can go out and you can will to happen for you. And I think that's exactly what Washington did. They willed this team to win just by their nature of how they approached the game. When you like go how out, late they kneeled down at the end of the game, that's all right. Just just little things, man. Right? Like, <laughs> like what's 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 this, what uh, you know what, what did Tyson say? Everybody has a game plan until they get punched in the mouth. Something something close to that. Well. The Eagles got punched in the mouth, and I really thought that they thought that, all right, in the second half, oh, it's going to come around and we'll be the dominant team we usually were, and we never did get to that point. But you could kind of, to me, I kind of felt that that's what they were thinking, that they were going to go in up the second half, reestablish who they are. Like, don't you guys know who I am? You really, you, you really think you're going to win? Don't you know who I am? And they still punched them off again. It made them like it, you know, and I, I really get a sense that that's what they were thinking. And I think I, I, I think the real um, example of that was the first drive of the second half. Right. The the Eagles offense gets the ball. <clears throat> We've seen them do this over the course of the season. You know, they, they like to double dip there. They didn't score at the end of the second quarter. But you go into halftime. You have a chance to, to adjust. All right. We're, we're coming out. We've got the ball. Let's go, you know, make a statement here. And they go three and out. And, and that was pretty bad. Now. To be fair, they then, you know, later in the third quarter, go on a touchdown drive. I thought Jalen Hurts was really good in that drive. Um, and they were able to, you know, you talk about like leaning on the other team. It seemed to me like in the middle of the third quarter through the middle of the fourth quarter, the Eagles offensive line was dominating the, the, the commander's defensive line up front. But then you get a chance at the end of the game to win two and you go three and out again. And I didn't right. like, I didn't like going 13 personnel there on second mm-hmm. and eight. Um, you know, the game is on the line. We really need to take A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith off the field right now. Right. For sure. I, I like that. Um, and then there was a, a miscommunication. And, and I think Jalen Hurts got a little bit um, scrambly on, yeah, yeah, left. on yeah. that on that last third down play. So, like, I, in my heart, I believed that Jalen Hurts was going to lead a touchdown drive there. Um, and so that was that was disappointing, I think. But, uh, you know, you're right. I mean, who which team deserved to win that game yesterday based on on how they played? Certainly Washington. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But Bo, you brought it up, uh, and, and not to bury the lead here, but the, the Goddard injury, total insult to injury, by the way, with the with the play in which it happened. But so now you're looking at Stoll, you're looking at Calcaterra and Tyree Jackson eligible to, to come off the IR here. Um, give me the impact of this thing, because, you know, we, we always talk about, I think, three or four people before we even get to Dallas Goddard, but this guy is a premier tight end. How big a loss is this? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty major loss um, because I think the the gap between Dallas Goddard and, you know, Jack Stoll or whoever you want to say is the number two tight end might be the most significant on the roster. Um, I think you can make a case for safety maybe. But I also think the Eagles have answers here, um, especially if it's not, you know, a long-term injury. And the, and the word right now is that they're going to wait on some more tests to decide whether this is worth uh, an injured reserve placement or not. So that means, you know, it's probably more like a three week injury they're thinking right now. Um, and to me, this means more Zach Pascal is on the field probably um, because he has some blocking capability um, and, and can give you a little bit in the, in the passing game like Dallas Goddard can. I think you play more 11 personnel. Um, now, to be fair, there are times when um, Nick Sirianni's uh, instinct is here to then like go to 12 personnel to really block it up and maybe lean on the running game uh, a little bit more, which they may be able to do against some of these opponents. But I think in the short term, they have enough weapons and enough tools in their tool belt to, to get through this without Dallas Goddard. Hey, Bo, have you been able to get any, a, a better gauge on uh, A.J. Brown's situation? Um, you know, once he tweaked that ankle, he limped the rest of the game, was not the same player. Now, he said he, he feels he's going to be fine. You know, surprise, every player says that. But have you, been, have you heard anything else in terms of where he is right now? Uh, you know, he, he was interesting in the post-game locker room, um, Gunner. Like, his, yeah. his um, uh, like, emotional state was, like, very much, this is fine. No big deal at all. Like, right. you know, he said, uh, if you're looking for me to frown, that's not who I am. Um, mm-hmm. I like, you know, what we do in the playoffs is what really matters. And so, you know, he's the one who said it, it's kind of nice that we don't have to worry about 17-0 and now. Right. Um, I think we can debate about whether that's that's true or not, but um, it is kind of nice that they can sort of focus on the task at hand now. They know the stakes that are ahead of them. It's about getting the one seed. Let's let's put our energy towards that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he did not look like himself after tweaking that ankle, mm-hmm. um, especially on that interception that Jalen Hurts yep. threw. Uh, it didn't seem like he had quite the gas um, either to go out and get the ball or to go up and get the ball. Um, and he, you know, he only had one catch in the game. So, um, like, if A.J. Brown is 60% of himself over the next few weeks, that's pretty significant. And this is a player yep. who uh, has had an injury history. Let me ask you this. Did you hear what, what, what Jalen had said in his press conference where he kind of talked about the offensive line but didn't reference exactly the offensive line but said that there were some problems with the offensive line? Well, so this was interesting because uh, Jalen Hurts and Jason Kelsey um, had a little you know, meeting um, between the two of them for about 10 minutes in the postgame locker room mm. um, in which they were just sort of going over some of the key plays in the game. And, and uh, we asked Jason Kelsey about this, and he said in his mind it's really important to do that stuff when it's fresh because like even 24 hours later you'll forget some of the things that you were feeling in the moment. Um, and I, my guess is that that had to do with that last – full offensive possession the second down play the second and eight and 13 personnel when it looked like maybe they called a screen um and it was not blocked up correctly and then the third down play uh when which jalen hurts tried to get a a little bit antsy even the first down play jason kelsey said he missed a block there um that could have sprung that play to be more of like an eight or ten yard run instead of a two yard run and so um i i think there were some execution mistakes Across That's the board said, on, on offense, on, on offense and defense, and I think Jalen Hurts is responsible for that. But I, I also think the the offensive line was uh, certainly not perfect yesterday. I think that's stretch. what he said. The word he used was execution up front. 
and that referenced the offensive line, not what I was saying, offensive line, but he said there were some execution issues up front. Yeah, and I had uh, asked him specifically about that possession, and that's when he right. said that. So yeah, that's that's my See, understanding. I knew it's something like that. See that, and that's to me, he's always one of those guys that keeps you know keeps those sort of things to himself. For but for him to say it out like that, um, kind of threw me for a loop. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's not something he usually does. Yeah. But let, let me fair. ask you, it, it's it's hard to get like we we talk about the all show. It's hard to gauge a lot because you <clears> hardly <throat> had the ball, right? Um, but one touch. For Miles Sanders in the first half. Why? What was going on there? What do you attribute that to? Uh, you know, he's, they started to give it to him more in that one drive, and his numbers actually were pretty decent. And they actually – their yards per carry wasn't terrible collectively. But what's going on there? Yeah, I think I chalked that up to just they didn't have the ball very much in the first half. I mean, on that first possession after the turnover, when they go in and score a touchdown, Boston Scott was on the field. I'm not sure why yep. that was, yep. um, but it seemed like maybe they had him in on a red zone package to help set up some stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know why it was that Miles Sanders didn't get the start yesterday. I, I think it was because of the turnover. They had something in. But uh, I thought that I thought I did think that Sanders ran well in the second half. And, and again, I thought the, the Eagles offensive line was moving the commanders up front in the middle of the second half, but then, um, you know, just didn't get, get done at the end of the game. Do you, uh, you brought it up. Do, do you think that and a couple of the players actually volunteered this, but was the eight, no thing wearing on them? You think collectively? I'm sure that that's probably like person by person. Yeah. Um, and so if AJ Brown says that he's like a little bit glad it's in the rear view, I, I believe mm. him. I'll take him at his word. Um, you know, I think Jason Kelsey flipped it on the other way during the, during the week. He's like, well, what do you want us to do? Try to lose. Um, so obviously that's, you know, that's not what you want to do. I I think it was probably for some guys, uh, on their mind and maybe gets you away from the task at hand and the, you know, uh, siloed focus of, of week by week. Um, I I can't speak for the coaching staff, but I'm, I'm sure that there are some guys who are maybe glad to get, to get back to work. But what do you take away from this game in, in, in the final analysis? What do you take away from? I think I think I take away that they they've got to figure something out um, on defense, um, and I know that part of this is by design, right? Like this is Jonathan Gannon's philosophy that he wants to force the opposition to uh, you know maintain drives, uh, convert in the red zone, prove that they can go a long time without making a mistake. But I think that there's a problem with the way that it matches up with the the quality of the offense mm-hmm. because. The, the, the theory behind that means that you are inviting long possessions, which means mm-hmm. you are inviting fewer possessions in the game. And so if you think you're the better team, you want as many possessions as possible because mm-hmm. the larger sample size, you're going you're gonna to come out on top, right? Especially when you have an offense that can score a lot. And so like, I'd like to see them be a little bit more aggressive. And Jonathan Gannon, the first like four games of the season, was really breaking some tendencies from last year. He was blitzing more often on first and second down. He was sending big blitzes more. Um, and it seems like since the Jordan Davis injury, I don't know if it's because, you know, um, of the quality of opponent, but he's gotten back to some of the stuff that we saw last season that that was a little bit too passive. Um, and so I'd like to see them change something like that up front. I don't think, you know, they don't have to sell out to stop the run on every down. They don't have to be a top 10 run defense. You just need them to sort of be mediocre and get into enough third and longs that they can get after the quarterback. Now, yesterday there were there were some issues that were not just the run defense, like right. giving up a twenty six yard completion to Terry McLaurin on yeah. third nine or whatever it was. That's pretty bad. Like that's the entire point of the defense is to put yourself right. in those situations and not let that happen. And that happened a few times. Um, so 
to me, uh, all eyes are on the defense, and I know my my uh, B partner Zach Berman likes to like likes to tell me that it's on the offense just as much too, and it is. Uh, in this game, the offense needed to execute better. But big picture, I'm more concerned about the defense, especially when you talk about getting into the playoffs against teams that are going to be even better. How big a loss is Avante Maddox? Uh, you know, we saw them working out of the slot, having success last night. It, it didn't seem like a particularly good game, good game for Slay, but how much of that is a trickle-down effect without Maddox? Yeah, that's a good question, and I, and I think I'll have to watch the tape to fully understand that. I thought that Josiah Scott played well live. Um, he wasn't targeted too often, and um, – Washington didn't really attack them in the slot that much. There was that big conversion to McLaurin on third down um, when the Eagles were in dime and McLaurin was matched up against CJ Gardner Johnson. And then you could hear him on the broadcast saying, don't put a safety on me, um, which is fair, you know, probably yeah. don't put a safety on Terry McLaurin. It was Jimmy Butler-esque, you know, <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> Some of the things he was yelling. <laughs> um, but I, I think given who is on their schedule uh, in like the next three games with Avante Maddox out, I, like they should be fine next week. You probably move Slay inside against Michael Pittman Jr., who who plays in the slot some. Um, and then you talk about the Packers coming in. Like you know, Alan Lazard is not going to uh, keep me up at night. And then Tennessee, who who barely has a passing game. Um, so I think I think they'll be able to get through that one too. But um, the longer this list goes, of I think they can get through without this guy. I think they can get through without this guy. The the more likely it is that like the whole piece the whole puzzle starts to, to break down a little bit. Um, I heard Brandon Graham's comments uh, after the game, and he owned it. Um, we, we've talked about Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham both being senior elder statesmen on this team. Is <laughs> I thought safe- you were going to say senior citizen. <laughs> no, no. In football years. Is it safe to say, from what we've seen them perform, that their better days might be behind them? I think I'm more willing to say that about Fletcher than I am about BG um, because Brandon Graham is a rotational, you know, edge rusher. Right. Um, I think he's giving them about what they could expect for the way that they're using him. You know, he's not, he's not the same player he was in 2018. Uh, That's true. I think his best days are behind him, but I don't think that he is, um, you know, dragging them down in any capacity, especially given, you know, what he's asked to do. I'm a little surprised at how few snaps Robert Quinn continues to play, um, given what they gave up for him. I thought that he would make uh, a little bit more of an impact right away, but I understand that it's it's tough to get thrown in in the middle of the season. Um, with Fletcher Cox, you know, he is not the player that they're paying him to be. Um, he has he has some spiky games, right? Um, but on a consistent week to week basis, you know, he played 80 percent of the snaps yesterday, mm. which is a ton of snaps. And I was really surprised that they didn't have Marvin Wilson active for this game after promoting him from the practice squad last week. Not that Marvin Wilson is going to like stop the commander's, uh, you know, running game on his own, but an extra body on the defensive line to stop Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave from playing like 80% of the snaps, I think could have helped a little bit. And um, like, I think Fletcher Cox is good, but he's not Fletcher Cox at the moment. Mm -hmm. Mm. Bo, special teams. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Uh, you know, it feels like we talk about this every single week, but they're getting very little in return game. There's now, you know, you had the penalty last night on on the roughing the punter. Uh, the the Sippos play late, which I don't know. It seemed like some kind of breakdown. First of all, was your sense that, the, that they couldn't have been faking a punt there, right? I mean, that was that was just a protection breakdown, and Sippos actually makes a nice play. A hell of a play. That's yeah. what I thought, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it looked. I, I have to watch it again, but it looked like Kayvon Wallace uh, let a guy in free, okay. um, and and Sipos made a, like an unbelievable heads up play. It, to, props to, to him. It was, it was a hell of a play. But um, but it generally, special teams has been an issue. Is, is there any? Is it is it Howie not providing personnel enough in that area? Is it Michael Clay? Is it they just don't have the? What is it? Yeah, I've been. Um, I've been. Maybe it's the contrarian in me, but but I've been of the opinion that the, the special team stuff is a little bit <clears throat> overblown because uh, to your, like what you said about Howie, like this is the way that the team is built. Like if you look at the way the resources are allocated, I think they made a conscious decision to uh, borrow from special teams in order to address other areas. That said, I mean, this continues to happen every week. Um, and I, I think it is starting to become a little bit of a concern. Like the, like the, the, the fake punts, conversions by opponents on like you know fourth and three those don't bother me because like if you're gonna do it you pick up three yards like what what can we really do to stop you especially if you want us to you know emphasize the the, the return game um and the, you know they don't they didn't go out and get a dynamic returner you know they signed Britton covey who is like a 25 year old undrafted rookie um who doesn't really have a ton of juice his job is to go out there and play it safe and that's fine uh, if you look around the league there are not a ton of explosive returners in the league um you know that that has sort of gone um like the way of the of the dodo i guess i don't think i've ever used that phrase before that's how that's how an extinct animal yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. um but the you know the the roughing the passer or the roughing the punter is a bad play the the sip boss play could have been an unbelievable disaster you know if they get that punt block that's that's game over um and we'd all be talking that's all we'd be talking about um, so yeah, they got They got to get it cleaned up, and um, I'm sure that that is like something that they are very worried about right now. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's I, I, a I, I don't like how this team at this point feels as though we can just get come back at any time and, and, and get right, man. And you know, I mean, is that something we got to look forward to going into the future? That yeah, they've saying all the right thing, they said all the right things, but they still haven't fixed the thing that they really need the most work on and that's you know tackling and 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 run defense i mean when 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 do you think they're going to turn this around or do they just don't have enough to turn it around i i think that in terms of like their their play personality the thing that gives me hope is the quarterback um and the way that he carries himself and the way that the team seems to follow his lead um, I mean, he's not going out there and playing middle linebacker and sticking his nose in against the run and, and stuffing things up. But I, I think that like uh, Jalen Hurts' force of personality is enough to make this team, you know, not get too ahead of themselves and start smelling themselves too much. Um, in terms of the the run defense, though, you know, they got to they got to prove it at this point. Right. Like we, we can't take it on faith. We got to We got to see them actually do it. And against, you know, Jonathan Taylor and Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon and mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, who are all coming up. This is going to be a, a chance for them <clears throat> to prove themselves. Bo, listen, man, always what? appreciate it. Uh, check you out on Twitter at Bo underscore Wolf. And of course, at the athletic dot com covering the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. But we appreciate you, a couple minutes. Great job, bro. Thanks appreciate it. On a, uh, a short night's sleep. We do. Thanks, guys. It. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I, look, interesting stuff there from Bo, man, and and mm-hmm. he's a guy who's uh, who's there every day, right? And 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 lockstep with what's happening with this team. So, 
it's going to be interesting to see the adjustments that they make. If they try to go outside, maybe bring in some personnel, somebody who's on the street, maybe to help with the run defense, what they do in special teams. It feels like, you know, this is kind of what it is. Fix it, figure it out internally, you know, and, and, and get better. And that's the, that's the way you, uh, you do it. And, and we look, it's no secret what Indianapolis is going to do next week. Or this week, I should say. <laughs> right. <laughs> wherever day it is, Tuesday. Uh, this Sunday. And by the way, Sunday, 1 o'clock game. Yes. Yes. <gasps> yes. And then another night game after that. Oh. Can I at least live in the moment for two no. seconds? No. Do they have – I mean, is it is, – Pull the carpet there, right out from me, man. Uh, yeah, isn't there a, a certain number of games that you can only play night games? Hey, by the way, get, get ready for about three games, you know, being flexed also. Oh, don't say that, dude. Please don't uh, at say New that. At New York, December oh, 11th. Geez. Yes, I know. I've been th- trying not to think about that. That last, uh, the January 1st game against the uh, going to be flexed out, at least those two. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. We already got a but Christmas I, Eve. But I thought there, there's only a certain number of um, of night games you could play. The and league makes up its that. own rules. I don't know. I don't, well, those 1 o'clocks could turn into 4 o'clocks, too. Keep that in mind. Uh, hey, look, you you rained on four parades. I, I was enjoying one week of a four o'clock, okay, and you took it away from me already. Oh my god! You can't rain on my parade, Rob. Uh-huh. Okay. Every day, even a cloudy day, is sunny in D Gun World. Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, all right, we'll come back. We'll do some NFL, guys. It's certainly not done with the Eagles by a long stretch, but there's a lot going on in the NFL, which we'll update you on and talk about other teams dealing with some serious injuries. Uh, as well, some interesting stuff from Mark Davis, the Raiders owner with the best haircut in football, and all kinds of stuff <laughs> that we will do. Got a chia we... pet on top of his head. Oh, that's a bad. That's a rough look, man. That is a rough look. All right, so we'll come back. We will dig into that as well. So don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. I want to tell you about Razor Technology. Yes, with threat vectors evolving. It's never been more important to monitor all changes in your work environment and set up automated alerts for when something violates an existing policy. You get visibility into the pivotal changes happening to your systems and networks with IT support from Razor Technology. Change management. It's an end-to-end solution for tracking changes across all the systems and networks your business administers so that it has transparency into who is making those changes with enough time to respond and take corrective action if necessary. An unauthorized user, device, or application doesn't need very long to cause serious financial and reputational damage to an organization by altering, damaging, and stealing sensitive data. That's why Razor Technology uses real-time change detection to catch malicious actors in minutes, not days or weeks. Contact Razor Technology today to learn how their managed IT services can protect and enhance your business. Give them a call, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com, razor-tech.com. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. 
At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salis.edu. Back on this Tuesday, that kind of feels like a Monday, but it's not. Uh, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Derek Barrett, Rob, hanging out with you. All right, some NFL stuff, guys. Eagles not the only one dealing with injuries. If you're just uh, you're just tuning into us, Dallas Goddard uh, has a shoulder injury and will be out for some time. Don't know exact timelines right now, but it happened on that play in which he fumbled, where he got face masked, and it wasn't called. So it's. It's the ultimate insult to injury situation. All right, so a couple other odds and ends here. Zach Ertz, former Eagles tight end, uh, is done for the season with a knee injury in Arizona. That's a shame. Obviously, you know, for Zach, who's a a really good human being, you hate to see anybody get injured, but especially guys like that. So he is done for the year uh, for Arizona. That's That's a blow to them, man. One of the better offensive players, you know, for sure. Yeah, for a team that's struggling the way they are, they can't afford to lose any more personnel, and he is a huge loss. One of the, you know, best sure-handed and smartest tight ends in the game, and um, you know when it rains, it pours, and yeah. you know it's been raining on Arizona all season, and you know, we we see this week in and week out. So many teams have lost prominent players, and now Arizona's getting bit by this. That's really going to hurt. It's bad enough Kyler Murray has been inconsistent in the passing department as it is. 
Um, and to lose your safety valve, that's, that's a big blow to that team. Yeah, big one. Uh, and this, speaking of big blows here, Cooper Cup will have anchor, ankle surgery. He's going to get that tightrope procedure. Um, and the typical recovery time is five to six weeks. Uh, he's, you know, on the IR. We, you know, we know what he brings to the table. The, the problem is L.A. is just, man, they are in massive trouble at this point. So you lose him for five to six weeks somewhere in that neighborhood, and who knows? Uh, but they're three and six. They're in last place in the NFC West. They're they were cooked before this, but they're especially cooked now. Yeah, and and you got uh, Matthew Stafford still in concussion protocol. You know, if that's not bad enough, he missed the sure. last game, and he's still in concussion protocol. I mean, obviously, yeah, I don't think he wants the, to come out of concussion protocol. I would, I would, I would take. Would my, you? Would I would you take my point? good old time? <laughs> Hold on, I don't feel great. Right, right, wow. right. Now, now he does, his, his major weapon is not going to be there. Um, they just now starting to run the ball back with Acres. I, I I don't I wouldn't want to come back. No, off the line Mm-mm. sucks. Uh, defense. Yeah, you know you're coming back for a beating. Yeah, you know that defensive backs are are, are pointing the fingers at the offensive side of the ball. You wouldn't want all of that. Now I want none of that mix. Yeah. None of that. You yeah. know. So I hear tough. you. I hear you. Um, so a couple of the things, uh, Derek, you mentioned it earlier, but uh, Amari Rogers, who uh, who fumbled against the Cowboys, his fifth of the season, by the way, cut, gone, returner, receiver. Good. He is no longer a Green Bay Packer, and uh, yeah, he's out there for people to grab up. He's got the speed. He doesn't have. He just doesn't have the football acumen. Um, you know. You know, I don't know. If, I don't know if he has grease on his hands or what, but he he made a he made a costly mistake in that Dallas game that could have been huge for them. And you know, Green Bay, you know, is still hanging in there. But I think they're like the ninth seed right now. They got a long ways to go. But you know, I always thought he could emerge as a decent um, pass catching target, but he he never really got a chance in Green Bay, and especially this year when you consider their dire search of pass catchers. That basically tells you what they thought of him and. You know his only his only use of that team was re- return game, and he bl- he flubbed that. So it'll be interesting to see who they put back there now instead of him. Um, so the way that way, just to follow up on your point, Derek, they are nine uh, Green Bay. So yeah, Eagles are one at eight and one. Vikings are two. Eagles have the head to head. Seattle is your right now your three spot at six and four. That's crazy, wow. right? Six and four is your three seed. Wow. Um, but they are in first in the West. Tampa Bay five and five because they're in first in the South. Yep. Giants are seven and two. They'd be the five seed. The Cowboys would be the six seed at six and three. Niners would be the seven seed at five and four. Uh, and then you know Commanders at four at, at five and five. Green Bay four and six, uh, along with Atlanta and the mm-hmm. Cardinals. They're all four and six. So that's mm-hmm. the way it looks right now uh, from a standing standpoint. I mean, look, we all know that it's been a parody-filled first half of the season, right? That's for sure. This is where you start to see the good teams make their move. If yeah. they're healthy. If exactly. they're healthy, make their exactly. move, right? This uh, is the yeah, this, well, this, this getting into the first the, – the, the, this is actually the, the third quarter of a season that, you know, that we're entering into right now. Yeah. The third quarter is where teams start to really start getting adjusted to – getting into playoff kind of football, uh, you start running the ball a little more, playing better defense. Um, you go into the well with plays that you're trying to get that will, you know, springboard you into being competitive going into this, you know, the, the fourth quarter of the season. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you look at how much parity there is across the league in the NFL, and it's amazing. You know, teams that are seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth place seed wise now, in a span of a couple of weeks, could jump up to seven, six, five. A prime example: look at Buffalo. They were the one seed. One loss has dropped them to a six seed all of a sudden. Isn't that crazy? It's one game. It makes a big, that big of a turn from where they were. They go from one to six by losing an overtime game. They should have won in regulation um, against Minnesota. So you know what? Week to week, we're going to see all these teams jockeying for positions. I don't think, I don't think Washington is in any way, shape, or form is about to run the table after this monumental win. They're still Washington. They still have flaws like everybody else. Um, Seattle's come back to earth a little bit now. We're going to see whether, although they do control that division out there, but watch out for the 49ers. Nope. Um, you know, the Giants, I'm still, yeah, they're seven and two, but I'm still not sold on Daniel Jones. Brian Dayball has done a phenomenal job minimizing his mistakes. He only has, what, two interceptions? Well, that's the thing. He's really taking care of the football. Yeah. Game. Yeah. The running game, the defense, and Daniel Jones being a better manager of games has translated into a seven-win season for this team. Dallas is what it is. Dallas is going to make the playoffs, but I think Dallas is going to be a quick out because Mike McCarthy keeps coaching that team. Mike McCarthy cost Dallas that game in Green Bay. He goes fourth down instead of taking a field goal, and, of course, it came back to bite him. You know, that's Mike McCarthy for you, plain and simple. (laughs) No, I'm with you. In big games, you just wonder with that guy. All right, so the AFC standings. Kansas City seven and two is your one seed. Miami's your two seed at seven and three. The Titans are leading their division, the AFC South. They're six and three. They're the three seed. Baltimore's the four seed. Excuse me, also at six and three. Jets are the five seed at six and three in the East. Then the Bills, as Derek mentioned, they're the six seed at six and three. You have the Patriots at five and four. You have the Chargers at five and four. You have mm. the Bengals at five and four. So there's there's a, a real bunching right there uh, with the five and fours. The Colts, who the Eagles play next week, are four and five, and then you start, you know, dropping off mm-hmm. into, into the abyss at, at that point. But that's that's where the uh, where the AFC is, um, you know. And you again, know, there's there, still a lot of time that people have to to turn things around, though. Yeah, tons of time. You know, I mean, in eight games, Barrett. In, exactly. In some cases, We're games, just yeah. now at the halfway point, and I'm feeling like I'm just so daggone depressed right now, man. I can't get myself out of this funk, man. I can't. I'm trying oh, to look, really you, get myself out of this funk, man. They haven't lost a game, Barrett, since January. Right. Think about it. They haven't <laughs> lost a game since just the beginning of the new year, um, and we're in November. So it's been a long time, right? It, it, so it, it does take a little bit of an adjustment. It was um, – and you just you just felt like if they, if they had just gotten beaten, you, you know, by – by a team that was better than them or out executed. I don't know. I mean, they deserve the loss. Don't get me wrong, but there was, it was a frustrating kind of game. Uh, that's for sure. I just, and you know, another thing that really pissed me off is Taylor Henneke, the way he was acting at the end of the game and, you know, saying, throwing the after first the down. Graham, after hit. the Graham roughing, he got up. Yeah, and, you know. man, I, I, that, that really pissed me off. If I was uh, BG, since I was going to get out of, I'd have went really ran in. Got your money's worth. His, yeah, I'd try to break his skull, man. Break his. Yeah, neck. but if that had been Jalen Hurts, you would have been applauding him for doing. It. I mean, you know, give give Heineke smart the smarts enough to know. So does Brandon hit him. He knew exactly what happened. Simultaneously, as that ref reached for his flag, he knew exactly what had happened. I know, so, man. I'm still pissed off at him. I don't what? like him, Barrett. Let it go. I don't like him. Five days from now, we could have a win over the Colts. Let it go. I'm trying. Now, bro. I'm really trying. Let it, now I'm let it go. 
Let it go, no, Bear. It's not working. Soak in the soak in the D gun aura. I, I want to whoop somebody, dog. I want to beat somebody up, bro. Still, that's that's <laughs> not very that's up, not bro. very Christian, like Bear. I know, man. But there, there was there were there were warrior Christians in the in the Bible, man. Warrior Christians. You know, Peter cut somebody ear off, man. They wasn't no joke, man. So I'm 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 being a warrior, right? I want to go cut somebody's cut somebody's ear, ear off. Bro. Yeah. yeah, you want to go cut somebody's ear off? Oh yeah. my goodness, I gotta call Trish. Man, losses do a lot to people, you know. They, 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 oh they my change. goodness! Um, all right, so a couple things: the the Saints are mulling around changing their quarterback. Yeah, I Again. guess going back to Jameis Winston at this point. I don't. I don't know what the, much of the point. They're, they they're why why they just look cooked. You know, I, I, I like the fact that they're going to do it. That means they're going to lose even more. Yeah, yeah, it's good for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's good for the Eagles. I, I didn't even. I got to look at that. I think it was six. Right? Is that where they uh, that pick would be? I think it's the yeah, right four. Point. Right now it's four. No, I'm sorry, it's four. Yeah. Yeah, it's from four. Yeah. So they're boy, man, they're three and seven. The Bears are three and seven. Vegas is two and seven, and Tennessee's one, seven, and one. Oh. I mean, in New Orleans. Who's one, seven, and one? Uh Texas. Houston. Texas. Houston. Yeah. I'll tell you, New Orleans keeps faltering, man. That could be a top three pick. It's not out of the question or top Dude, two. Can you believe that how it's finagled his way into a top five pick. It is amazing. Now, really now is. what direction do you think they go with this pick? Defensive tackle to, to pair up with, with uh, Jordan Davis. Edge tackle, rusher. Edge. I'd go edge rusher. You're old on the edge. Tackle. Yeah, you're older on the edge. But yeah. Barnett's gone. BG's probably gone. What's Williams from uh from uh Alabama? Is oh, that his God. name? Uh, well, there's Anderson. There's a lot of good. Anderson. Players. That's his name. Anderson. Yeah, he's probably the best player in the in football in college. I, football. I draft I draft two young edge rushers right out the gate. Yeah, of course. And again, they're not going to do it high, but with that second round pick, I might be looking at a running back if they decide to let Miles go. Well, Possibly. I'd be looking for a safety, wouldn't you? And a safety, yeah, because yeah. we're not going to be able to keep um um. Garner Johnson. Garner Johnson. He's, he's gonna, gonna get a ton. Oh, he's gonna get a ton of money, man. He's yeah. he's yeah. he's already guaranteed him to be one of the top paid safeties uh this year. You know, this gonna be Brinks trucks backing up from from everywhere for him. And, and yeah. he's he's playing out of position and he's leading the NFL in interceptions. Go figure. That might be his position though. Yeah. Now yeah. you know now that he's learning it. You know, yeah. and, and so hey Rob, I, Rob, you 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 brought up Jim Ursa. Uh, you brought up the Colts. Did you see Jim Ursa's comments yesterday talking trash? Like, Did you see that? He's taking a victory lap. They won one game over and, the Raiders, and he's doing the "I told you so." And, and I'm like, I'm like "Are you on, serious?" Man. Just lay low. I know he can't help him. Yeah, I saw. Be it. It humble, man. Be yeah. humble. Jeez. Nothing humble about. Her no, thing, he's man. he's yeah. They're in trouble because he he's in full blown meddling mode. Like he he kind of <laughs> stepped away for a little bit. He's all over that thing. Right, yeah, that's a mess. But I wonder, I wonder if Jeff Saturday took the job and told, "Hey, look, man, if I take this job, you got to stay out of my way. You got to let me try something here." I wonder if he did that. But I, I think it's the opposite, Derek. Then he comes out and pulls a Jerry Jones. I think he wanted the gig so bad he would have taken it under any circumstances. Yep, Saturday. I don't know, man. He's making good money in in a nice warm studio. I mean, it's not like he was pressed for work. You know, he wasn't. But I mean, there's only so few of those jobs. I know. I know. You know, he I'm never I can't think of the last coach who's never had to pay his dues to become a head coach in the National Football League. I, I can't remember the resume, in the NFL. Look look at the resumes of not just head coaches, but even position coaches and coordinators. They've made 10, 12 stops in their careers. 
you know, from 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 you know, Bug Tussle Junior College on right. up, you know, Grand Valley State, just to get a shot. He he walks in off the street. He's a head coach in the National Football League now. Yep, never seen that. But oh. bottom line is, he is one and zero right now. Yeah, he is. And guess who gets him this week? Yep, Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. Uh, so a couple other uh, things here. The, the NFL is looking to expand. They've, they've dipped into Germany. We know England. They're looking now at uh, Spain and France are oh, on the geez. radar. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Am I – is this just me being the typical American? I, 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 I don't care. Like, I don't care that they – I don't want them to expand. I just play the games here. Say it, say it man. Say it. I don't care. At this point, they're supposed to have four more teams. Yeah. And they're supposed to spend – Eight weeks in the states, play all the games are gonna play in the state, and then eight weeks in uh, you know, back home. I mean, you think players are gonna like that? How many American players are gonna to want to live in Spain or France for That's six, six seven six seven months? And I'm talking about OTAs, training camp, and the regular season. That's like six months, seven months I of would. your time. You're out of the work. You would. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Do you Matt, Can you imagine how they're gonna get paid there? How um how they're gonna have everything laid out to them? They're gonna have a place to stay. They're gonna have a car. They're gonna give them. They're gonna have just uh, like basketball lodging. players. Like yeah, basketball they're gonna have players. everything. You know, have everything laid out to them. And then when they bring it, bring the money over, you know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's it, you know it's, it's the euro. So, yeah, Barrett. I mean, but you, you're dragging your family overseas. How do you think your family would feel about that? Think about it. You can't get home if, in case of emergency. You can't get home right I'll, away to, to St. Louis. I'll, I'll go pick my check up and I'm gone. Okay, but your family, it's not just about you. If your family stays here, you're overseas for six or seven months. Stuff happens here at home. You know, kids get injured, school plays, all this stuff. See, when you're here, it's time-consuming enough, but at least you're here physically so you can slip off in the evening to see little Johnny and Susie's play or game somewhere. You can't do that over there. You can't. You have no family ties over there. And we're not talking about, okay, from here to London, it's like, a because I made that trip to London, it's like five, five and a half hour flight. Yep. You start talking Germany, Spain, France, you know how long those flights are? And yeah. especially, you know, God forbid we have another COVID outbreak where you, you're quarantined in a country you can't come out of now. And their quarantine restrictions are a lot worse than ours in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Now think about that. Now, I don't know what the NFL's thinking here. We live in a completely different day and age from when we grew up. I mean, yeah. there's things that exist now we never knew existed back then. <laughs> Embarrassed, like, okay, I'm, 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 look, look, look. I'm like this. I'm thinking to myself like this. Signs would be like, just, just make sure you cast that check and send the money over. You still, <laughs> yeah. No, all, those, all those fields I want barbecue. I'll go to D Gun's house and eat. Yeah, we'll visit you once a year. <laughs> oh, see, Sanji, Sanji Sanji got op- she got an open invitation. Yeah. <laughs> No, but you what? know what? That go. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, Barry, because that goes so far. A wife is understanding to a certain point, but at some point, he gets to the point. Look, I got to be the father and the mother. You know, I, I got to come I get these knuckleheads. Come get these knuckleheads. <laughs> this kid's uh, this kid's talking back to me. You need to be here. You need to be a, a father in the house. Oh, you know that's coming up at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's gonna happen. Correct. You're gonna talk about, hey, I'm living free. I'm cashing checks. I'm going I ain't gonna worry about nothing. Meanwhile, pick up the phone. Hello. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I understand. Yes. I, I get it. I, 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 what I'm do you want me to, to do? I'm, I'm here. Going to, 
I'm I'm going to F1 racing. I'm going to you know, watch soccer games in the yep. <laughs> You're in some villa somewhere. No, you're going wine. To Sandro Pay. Exactly. That's oh deal. D-Gun seriously reminds me of my mother. Worry, worry, worry. No, it's called reality, Daz. Not worry. It's a reality. You want to be forced to live in another country? I mean, you on one hand, you're getting to play the sport that you dreamed of playing at the highest level. On the other hand, you got to do it 18 hours away flight time. To, no. Who wants to do that? That's tough, man. That's tough. Uh, all right. So a couple other things here. Mark Davis uh, is backing Josh McDaniels. Rome wasn't built in a day. No, uh, you know, he's giving you every cliche in the book. Uh, people want instant gratification in this world. Like, like he's not wrong with some of this. Um, you know, and and I get it. If you're going to hire the guy, you you, know, you stick with him, I guess. But uh, you, there's also something to be said for cutting your ties and realizing it's not going to work with a certain individual. I, I don't know. It's gone so far south with Vegas that I'd be really concerned about bringing him back for another year. Really I, I, when you look at his track record at his previous stop in Denver, hey, uh, Josh, um, you see, I, I noticed that you're starting to go the same way that things happen in uh, Denver. Um, <laughs> now, we gave you all this talent. We gave you one of the premier wide receivers in the game. Now, obviously, we can't do anything about injuries. You know, Hunter's down, Darren Waller's down. You can't, But you still have enough talent on this team to be at least a 500 team. Yeah. Now, is it you or is it the players? Because after this season, we got to make some business decisions here. Mm. Mm. Hey, look, it's fair. Well, that's, where it, I, that's, where I approach, that's where I approach it. Well, the, the other the other thing that you keep saying, like there's certain trends here um, in the league. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I, is, I kept, I've been waiting, it feels like every single week, for Russell Wilson to get back to looking like Russell Wilson. Yep. And their offense to start doing something rather than being the worst offense in the NFL. Yeah. But at some point you realize it, it ain't happening, man. Like, this is what it is. Yeah, you know? man. Yeah. Mm. You know, and you saw it again this week. They just kept, like kept waiting for the waiting for the Raiders to turn it around. That's not happening. Denver's offense turn around. That's not happening. For the Chargers, and I know they're really banged up, legit, legitimately banged up. But yep. for the Chargers to ever get on some kind of run, and they never do. You know, and these are the things I know there's eight games left, whatever, nine games left, and seven games left in some cases. Um, but I just don't see it. Like I don't I don't see that happening. You've seen a little bit of movement in the NFC and that the Bears have shown you some life, even though they've lost three in a row. They're at least entertaining with Justin Fields are not good. But yep. New Orleans would fall into the category. Are they ever going to get it going? Uh, are the Cardinals or the Rams ever going to get it going? And, and, and kind of at some point you realize this is what it is with some of these teams. You know, you're just lucky you're not you, – we're not covering one of those teams. Yes. Yeah, that, that's the best thing about it. We're not covering – you know, because Barrett would be miserable every other week. And we don't bro, want that. We we want to see happy Barrett, bro. We we went through that. We had some slim pickings. Um, yeah, two you're years right. ago. You know, yeah, what I'm you're saying? right. You're so right. you know, we I, I I I just I'm just used to the gold standard of us competing every single year, year in and year out. You know, I mean, these new wave fans you have for the Bills, you know, the Bills Mafia and all them, they've only had you know been able to have their fun in the sun for the past yeah. two and a half years. You know, so they're there enjoying it. Um, you know, even the Rams, the Rams, you know, last year, year before, and then you got to look back to, you know, back in the days where, yeah. um, the greatest show on turf when they were still in St. Louis, but there's a lot of teams that, you know, I mean, even the jets just 
the Jets and the, and the Dolphins just have some, you know, new experiences there of winning. You know, they had not had those winning type of teams and solo. They become so few and far between that they're like they've been dominated by by the Patriots for so long. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're just now starting to get a little bit of this taste of of, of winning and and you know success of winning. For the most part, the Eagles as a whole have been very successful over the last 20, 25 years. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, look, they yep. they when sure. they had their down year, they flip it really fast. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, they flipped do. it really fast at the end of Andy. They flipped it really fast um, at the end of Chip, and they flipped it really fast at the end of Doug. Yep, they got it right back on track. Yeah, they did. Yes, they did. The gold standard yeah. started in started in nineteen ninety five when they drafted yeah, I don't, some, I don't, some guy in the second round out of Kansas State. Yeah, yeah, really. So things <laughs> turned around. I don't, I don't wish any ill will on anybody. You see this uh, coast linebacker Shaquille Leonard back surgery done oh, for man. the year. No, I didn't see. That. Is done he out for the year? year? That's done crazy. for the year, according to That's around wow. the NFL. Yeah. Yep. He's got that new contract, too. Done for the year, dude. And he's a big loss to that defense. Oh, oh. yeah, he is. Yeah, he yeah. is. You know, he was um, shoot, he was balling last year, man. He hadn't played any of this. He played one game and then got hurt again. No. And, and hasn't played since then. No. And, and, and just to mention, um, you know, you're talking about possible expansion in NFL. Overall, it's already a bad product. It's a mediocre product. If you, see, if you really want to be honest about it. Mm. There's been a lot of bad football played already. Yep, the, you're right. The, ta- the talent pool is thin enough. Yes. You're going to have four more teams to make it even worse? Yeah, I mean, we're, really? any discussion of expansion is just remarkable in a bad but, way. But the NFL will do it because they are a cash cow. Whew. If they're talking about it, they've already hired the best research firms to go over there and find out why those places would be the best possible places to put teams. And from a fan standpoint, now over there, see over here, we're saying, okay, man, you're gonna make the product even worse than it is. They're thinking over there, there's four major entities where we're gonna we're gonna quadruple our money by those to Germany, Spain, France, London. We're gonna quadruple our money. That's all they care about is making right. money. Right? Yep. They don't care yep. about the product. No, no, they don't care. No, no. You, As if they're not making more- enough already. Yeah. You don't have you don't have thirty two starting quarterbacks in the National Football League. You're That's the have biggest four more? That's the big like. There's a lot of issues with depth, but it's it's yeah. You don't. There's oh, not my even. Goodness. I think if you just run through the league, and I'll I'll, I'll go uh, AFC to NFC. Yeah. Dolphins have a quarterback. It looks like for yep. sure too. Mm-hmm. Jets, I think the jury's out, but we'll see. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo, yes. New England, I you know I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Baltimore, yes. Bengals, yes. Cleveland, I don't know what that's going to look like. With, yeah. uh, this, does that start next week? Uh, the 13th, he can play. He can start practicing He's this practicing week, practicing right? this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Steelers, they, that's up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Titans, up in the air. Uh, yeah. you know, Willis might be the guy, but uh, Colts, no. Jacksonville, mm. I don't know. Trevor Lawrence uh, hasn't been good. Uh, Texans, no. Chiefs, yes. Chargers, yes. Broncos, a guy on, on the back end. Raiders, meh. Mm. Eagles, uh, yes. Giants, probably not. Cowboys, yes. Uh, Commanders, no. Minnesota, mm-hmm. yes. Green Bay, yes, but old. Detroit, mm-hmm. no. Chicago, yes. Tampa, very old. Uh, Atlanta, no. Carolina, no. New Orleans, no. Seattle, maybe if this keeps up. I don't know. Uh, San Fran is kind of fluid. 
Cardinals, I guess they just paid the guy, but, uh, and then the Rams have Stafford. Like my point is that that's probably about half the teams, right? That don't have a quarterback. Yeah. Look at how many, look at how many no's and maybes you just said. Okay. Right. So you're going to add four more franchises. And on top of that, you're going to have at least two more backups, one active, one on your practice squad. So that's another 12 quarterbacks who should not be in the national football league. They're going to have jobs making good money. Showtime said the London tea bags. <laughs> you know that you know that would start if that was uh, if that. How was, about uh, how about the the Paris croissants? Croissants. 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 Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, it'd be interesting to see if they end up doing that because obviously you know they're the league is not set up to take on more water. You know no. what I mean. No. If anything, they should be you know, contracting instead of expanding. Yeah. If but anything, it will sell over there, and yeah. we will watch because that's what we have to do. Look at, look at the way the Germans responded. Yeah, I know yeah. it was only one game, yeah. but still. Yep, yep. They love yeah. it. You know why? Because it's a novelty. Yep. How will they respond? See, I don't. All those countries that you're talking about now are diehard soccer fans because yep. that has been their premier sports. Can you have that same kind of fan base for football? Now, maybe the first year because it'll be such a novelty and everybody's going to want to say, I at least went to one game to see what American football is like. But can it sustain itself if you have losing entities? Because as we know, anytime you start a new franchise, it takes three to four years to build a decent roster. Right, right. It does. It does. does. Can they sustain it? I mean, you look at hockey when they started the – To Munich bunkers. The the Raiders – when they started the the team in Vegas – you know, they instantly came out and were good, and you know, and and you know, they drafted from other teams. And uh, didn't they go to the Stanley Cup that first year? Yeah, they did. They lost, yeah. but they yeah, went. They yep, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, you you look at um when when they first brought in back in nineteen ninety five, they brought in the Panthers and the Jaguars. Yeah. yeah. And the Jaguars competitive right off the top. They were right off the top. They were um they were they were they were competing in the AFC. I don't know, man. I. Going over well, that, there, they love they love the sports, man. Like I look at, I mean, I look at what's going on over there, like Qatar and stuff. You know, they 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 just bully the the PGA. I, I don't want to go over there. <laughs> I, they bully them. Yeah, I, I know they did. But I'm not going over there. Wait, my options is to play football or to go over there. Uh, let me go back to college and get my degree because I ain't going over there. I ain't I'm doing. I'm not happening. I ain't gonna lie. I'm going. You go, so you want to be single home and away. <laughs> no, she's at the club, man. She come, man. Your wife will go visit. She's not staying over there, Barrett. You need to get that out of your mind. Sanji is not staying in a foreign country. Get that out of your mind. It depends on what country. No, it's not. No, she's not. Barrett, y'all stop lying. Come on, Barrett. Sandro Pay, she's she, she, she Rob, just fine. Would, your, would your wife be willing Qatar, to live in a foreign country? She'll be just fine. Uh, Rob, no, Rob. she would not. Hell no. Okay, thank and you. My wife, if we played like in, in, in the Bahamas, if they played in uh, like Jamaica or Bermuda, then right, I'd have a right. shot. <laughs> That's the only chance. If we were by a beach, <laughs> then I'd have a chance. That's what says Sandra Pay, you know? Germany, Germany, my wife, my yeah, Sandra Pay, yeah, Germany. Yeah, no my, that's a good point, Rob. My wife, my wife wouldn't complain about going to the Bahamas. No. No, because that's a hop, skip, and a jump back to the state. Oh, easy flight, too. Yeah, exactly. You're talking about Spain, Paris. No, that ain't happening, man. Dan Basilio makes a great point. They they want the 9 a.m. game. 100%. That's 100% what it is. Yeah. They want the money because it's working. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The 9 a.m. game is working because we, we, 
diehards, we sit there, we're going to watch every single play. Well, I just wonder, too, like last week, Seattle, that game was a 630 kickoff in Seattle. That's yep. rough. That's rough for fans, man. Oh. I mean, you get your whole day in front of you, but that's early. That is early for an NFL game. Um, all right, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll roll into the final segment of the show. We'll get it back to the Eagles. We'll also uh, do it. I have it on this date for you guys. I have a boatload of birthdays and movies as well. So we got a lot to do in that final segment. Don't move. Barrett, Derek, Rob, we are Sports Take right back. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salis.edu. Back with you all. Matter, Derek. Oh, you know, you know how we're all creatures of habit. We all have routines we like to go through and stuff. So, yeah. Um, 
you know, when I go travel back and forth to Ocean City uh, Casino, I have a routine, especially when it's a late night game. Next morning, I get up by a certain time and get ready so I can get out the door so I can get back to do the show. So I go through my routine today. I get up on time. I get out at the appropriate time. I go down like I normally do. You know, sometimes you do things so often, it's like you don't pay attention because you just instinctively know where to go. Yeah. So I go out to the parking garage and I'm walking around and I'm looking in enclosed parking garage. I don't see my car. And I'm thinking, okay, let me hit my remote. I hit the remote. I don't hear the horn, you know, beeping. I'm walking around my luggage, my, my, my garment bag, and people are looking at me. I mean, this goes on for like five or six minutes. I'm like, I know where I parked my car. Somebody stole my car, you know, and I'm walking around and I'm looking. I'm like, what the heck? And then I noticed the far entrance. I said, wait a minute. I'm on the wrong level. <laughs> I go down. I go down to the next level where I normally park. Sure enough, my car sitting right there. Yep. Took me five or six minutes to realize that. I, so then, uh, I don't feel bad, man. I'm the same way. Like I am, even if I go to like grocery shopping, I'm, I am such a like space cadet in my own world. Like, I will completely I'm like, where did I park? You know, and I'm hitting the thing, bah, bah, nothing. I'm like, what the hell? And I'm walking all. I, I do it all the time. I actually, if I'm at a like a place I'm not familiar with, I'll put it in my phone in my notes. I'm on. I do too. I do all the time. Yep. See, I don't. I don't do that. I'm pretty good oh. in parking lots because I always look up and I'll see where what number I'm closest to. Like you know, have the, the tall poles. And yeah, all but I'll stuff. forget it. I'll do that. But so, I, so I get in my car, I go down to to go to go out the exit, and there's like five or six different slots you can go through. Two of them have booths, um, and I have to go to one of the booths because we get valet, not valet park, we get a parking voucher so we don't have to pay for parking. Right. Whether it's a day game or night game, there's always only one booth that's open. The other ones you just go through, put your money in, a credit card in, and you, you pay. But I have to go to the one so I don't have to pay. Yeah. So there's two cars in front of me. Well, the, the car that's in front of the car in front of me, I noticed that the person's arm is flailing and stuff like that. Swiping a card is not working. And all of a sudden, I see you engaged in a, in a very heated discussion Uh-oh. with the person in the booth. I'm thinking, please let this be short. I got to go. I got to get out of here, right? Yeah. The car in front of me, a big SUV in front of me, uh, a truck, a flatbed truck, is blowing a horn. And I'm thinking, oh, dude, please stop because the person in front may get out of the car and you two may be swinging. And I'm yeah. stuck. I can't get uh-huh. out of here, right? Well, swinging or worse. Oh, gee, yeah. I don't even want to think about that. I hope they're that. just swinging. Yeah, I got you. But, but the conversation between these two people goes on for a good five, six minutes. And so eventually, the person I don't t- takes the man of the car and kind of wings it at the person in the booth. Oh yeah, you know because I guess they're showing this voucher like I'm, I should get free parking. Yada yada yada. My car's not working. Slings the money in there. Person slings the change back across. Then the next person goes in the front who's blaring the horn. And I notice the hands not coming out of the car either to swipe swipe in the, in the machine there or to hand money. And I see him doing like this, looking around like. So you're, you're chastising somebody for holding the line up, and you're not even ready not to even take ready. care of your business. Wow, it took man. me over 10 minutes just to go 20 feet Damn, to get out of there. That's a tough start to the morning, yeah, man, after a quick turnaround, too. But then the best part of the day is I get to spend it with you two lovely there you people. Go. See, you're welcome. You're welcome, Thank Derek, you. just for our presence. Um, all right, so- <laughs> Come on, man. Something's up here. I'll hit you guys right, with this right. one, right? So the world's population has now gone over eight billion billion. Wow! Woo! It was yeah. like seven billion, like like five years ago. We're over Six eight now, ago. man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know where I'm blaming. Wow. It. I you know what? It. 
I know, I know, I know what country I'm blaming it on, but I ain't saying. Ah, jeez, <laughs> you can have that one. I ain't saying. Um, yeah. So there's a, there's a lot a lot of people in this in this little world that we uh, exist in. Over eight billion. On this date, 1986. 1986. Music related. Let's see if you guys can guess what happened. It was the debut of a of an album. On this date, Michael Jackson Thriller. No, that was Dang like eighty two ish, eighty three. Yeah, close but no cigar. Good guess. Okay, Barrett, I'll give you a hint. Hip hop. And then what? What? What year is it? Eighty six. Eighty six. Um, Debut. The My Adidas album. Ooh. Very close. Close. Wow. Wait, White Church, right. Wrong Pew. License uh, to Ill from the Beastie Boys. Oh, yeah. Beastie Boys. Wow. I think I know what time it is. It's time to get ill. Yes. Yes. Wow. So what do we have here? Uh-huh. Good call, man. Good call. Yes. So that was uh that was 86, man. That was uh that was I, I believe that was her debut. And they, you know, the wow. rest is history. Lonely Beastie I B E A S T I E. Uh yeah, so Beastie Boys. Um all right, let's do some birthdays. Uh, a lot of good ones today. Actually, yeah. Uh, Shailene Woodley, is she still with Aaron Rodgers or did that end too? I don't know. That dude has a new date every month. All right, so she's uh, she's been in a lot of stuff, but she's 31 years old, Shailene Woodley. Uh, the Macho Man, Ray Randy Savage. Yes. Oh, yeah. He was born, he was oh, born on this day in 1952. Yeah. Get yourself a Slim Jim. Uh, <laughs> so he was born in 52, passed away young, uh, unfortunately, but uh, born in 52. Beverly D'Angelo, who's been in a lot of stuff. She was the, uh, yeah. the Clark Griswold's wife in the vacations. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She still looks good at 71. Yep, yep, yep. 71 years old, Beverly D'Angelo. Uh, Ed Asner, who was uh, Lou Grant, you know, a million yeah. guy. He just passed away. He, he lived a yeah, very yeah. long life, uh, mm. did Ed Asner. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, 27 years old today. Chad okay. Kroger, the head lead singer for Barrett's favorite group, Nickelback. Nickelback, he is 48 baby. years old <laughs> today. Uh, Sam Waterston, who uh, who is uh, of course of, of Law and Order fame, played uh, DA Jack McCoy forever on that show. Uh, Yafet Kodo, who was uh, an excellent actor in one of yeah. my favorite underrated TV shows, Homicide: Life on the Street. Yeah, he was excellent in that. Uh, played Lieutenant Giardello. But he was, uh, yeah, it's, uh, if, if you haven't watched that show, I would it, go, people go back and watch it. It was really well done. Uh, old Dirty Bastard was born this day, 1971. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, ODB uh, passed away. Uh, uh, you'll, you'll like this one. Judge Wapner was born on this day in 1919. What? George Wapner. Okay. Yep, Judge Wapner. Wow. I got to you ever see Rain Man? Got to go and watch Wapner. Yeah, he, that, was his, uh, that was his big thing. <laughs> Eat his cheese balls and watch Wapner. Yeah. Uh, so that was it for birthdays. I got some good movies, but you oh, guys got E40. Any, uh, you got yeah, E40, E40 the rapper. E40 the rapper. Yep. 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 And you got BOB the rapper. BOB team with Bruno Mars on a couple yep. tracks. Yep. Uh, yep. Sean Murray from NCIS. Okay. Yep. yep. And let's see if you know you guys know this one. Do you know the name Yannette Garcia? No. Yannette Garcia. Yannette Garcia. Do you remember no. the girl in Mexico who blew up who was as the meteorologist because of her looks? Oh, oh. oh Do you yeah. remember this one? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now she lives in New York. Look at Rob. 
Barrett, That's why I you, you, that one for last. You, you will Reddit. want to you will want to do some research on this. Yeah, one. yeah. Who's this? Y a n e t Garcia. Well, hold on. Y a n e t Garcia. Yeah. Yep. Look at look at Ross. Shame on you, Robert. Strong. Uh, very strong. Yeah, she's she was considered the most at one point the most famous meteorologist on the planet. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. And, and Duck is uh yeah, Barrett agrees. Uh Duck yeah, you, can, you can tell me the sky's falling. Duck is right, by the way. If, if you ever see Homicide Life on the Street, the, the best episode, there's a man trapped under a train who knows he's dying, but you have to see the episode. I don't want to give too much away, really? but it's right on. Okay. Uh, what's Andre Brower, who's an excellent actor, is ridiculously good in that series. Anyway, mm. I'll stop with Homicide. All right, movies. Space Jam, 1996. Oh, you know, yeah. One of the one of the all-timers. Uh, Steel Magnolias, 1989. Yeah, a classic in the in the Ellis house, if it's on, my wife is watching it with uh, Julia Roberts and Sally Field. It's a, uh, a chick flick extraordinaire. Uh, <laughs> 2019. This is a really good movie. Ford versus Ferrari. I love it. Oh, you know, great, awesome. people, great movie. Awesome. People kept talking about it in my house last summer. I'm like, what? My wife goes, you never seen this movie? I'm like, ah, it doesn't hold my interest. But I sat down and watched the movie. I couldn't stop watching, dude. I great thought it movie. was great. Great movie. It was an excellent yeah. movie. Yeah, and, and it was hit, based on facts. Based on yeah, a real story. Wow. Yeah. Really, really fascinating. Uh, I thought both Lee guys I, did. I thought Lee I. Coker was, was spot on, too. Yes. Yes. You know? yeah. Everybody yeah. everybody was really good in it. Uh, yeah. I, I thought everybody in that movie. And, and you, guys course, didn't uh, get, you guys didn't get Johnny Lee Miller in one of the best ooh. series ever. It's called Elementary. I, I heard that. that. I heard that was, was good. I didn't it see was it. Great man, great. He's like a Sherlock Holmes type of guy. Yeah, I gotta get that. I gotta watch that. Um, I, I've heard good things about that, Barrett. <laughs> Bar three, Bar three sixteen. Can we get back to Yannette, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you opened up a uh, Pandora's box there with that one. Oh, Winston Duke turned thirty five. Yeah. He's from Wakanda. Okay. Have you guys Duke. seen it yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. Do you know four over four point nine million people worldwide saw that movie the opening weekend? No kidding. Four point so they either went or streamed worldwide. it. Either one. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Four point nine million. Everybody. Everybody's talking about it. I, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. Um, I'll wait till about two weeks from now. Yeah, it'll it'll be cheaper on on demand. No, 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 not that the the theaters won't be. Oh, as just to go to the theater. Yeah. 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 Uh, Harry Potter. I don't know which one it was, but the the one that oh, came out in two thousand two. The uh, the Chamber of Secrets. Okay, is that was that uh, the original or no? No, no, and and uh, no, I I know that my kids were were big into watching it. I never watched any of the Harry Potter movies, but I know that's not the original. Okay, okay. Well, uh, you guys missed one more very important one, man. Birthday. Um, is, is yeah, y'all miss Grady, man. Grady. What Grady from Friends? Mayo. Yeah. Mayo. Yeah. No kidding. Grady was also in Boys in the Hood. Yeah, yeah. he was. He had, he had a cameo in that. Yeah, yeah he was. He's yelling at the young kids. Yeah, yeah. He, y'all did this to this neighborhood, and they're like, "Man, Grady, yeah. wow, Grady, yep. yeah, yeah, Grady." That was Whitman Fred's guy. Mayo. It was Fred's best friend, man. Yeah, it was. Grady. Who was the other guy? There was another guy that was his buddy. Rollo. Rollo. Rollo was Lamont's buddy. Yeah, Rollo okay. was slick, man. Rollo, yeah. Rollo had it going on. There was yeah. no better dialogue than Fred going against Aunt Esther. Oh, oh. that was slick. <laughs> he used to go we'll after my, Rollo pretty good too. Fred, we'll say my name was Ed Day or something like. What was it? Yeah, Rollo. 
He would. Uh, oh man. What, what, what about Ann Esther's husband? He was always drunk. What was his name? Uh, Woody. Wasn't it Woody? Woody or something? That's it. That's it. Woody. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, Woody was always hammered, drinking. Ripple. Always, yeah. Ripple, ripple. Man. ripple yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was always into his ripple, man. Or, or, or his friend said he would com- combine um, ripple and champagne and call it Shampipple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, man, I remember back in the day, man. I remember back in the day. He used to take. Uh, my boys used to take Thunderbird and put oh, Kool-Aid no, packs oh, in it. Oh, no, Thunderbird. Me, Thunderbird. Yeah. Bruh, how can you drink that stuff, man, and still be living the day, bro? I, I did. <laughs> I tried Thunderbird <laughs> one time. Thunderbird did me wrong one time, and that was it. Uh, I, I, com- yeah. I combined Thunderbird right after I was drinking milk with pizza, hot pizza out of an oven. Oh. <laughs> What? That doesn't even sound right, bro. Oh yeah, we we had just uh, we had just won a game for football a football game college and um we milk, over pizza and, and yeah and, well we had limited budget so we had we had a fridge full of milk and then we uh went to the grocery <laughs> store and got some frozen pizzas put them in the oven oh, we God. scarfed them down and then somebody decided to bring some Thunderbird over and I'm like what's Thunderbird I had to taste it and whoa. I tasted a little bit too much. And remember, that's a, remember Cisco? Cisco said he's called oh. liquid crack. Oh. <laughs> so, so one Cisco. and only time why I ever touched Thunderbird, I've never yeah. uh, knew. Yeah, uh, bro, worst the job thing, done. The worst thing I ever did, man, I was on a, it was spring break. Spring break was the next day and everybody was gone. Everybody left. And I'm sitting there with my frat brother. We're sitting there like, man, what are we going to do, man? And somehow... We go to uh, we go to the uh, what's the what's the um, VCR place? Blockbuster. Oh, Blockbuster! Yeah, we go to Blockbuster, rent Faces of Death, oh. and go f- get four bottles of Mag Dog Twenty Twenty. That's a bad uh-uh. idea. That's a bad idea, bro. So no, we bought six bricks. We call them bricks. We bought six bricks, oh, and all dude. of a sudden these girls came by, and after the six bricks were gone, watching Faces of Death. You kept that on that. with girls there, yes. Yeah. And and I'm, yes, and, and and hold on, this is the this is the funny part. We're watching it in my dorm room, and I wake up the next day, and I'm over my dad's house in St. Louis, <laughs> in St. Louis. So you went from Manhattan, Kansas to St. Louis. Yes, and I didn't know how I got there. Oh my God, man! How, how do you far? Wake how up? far? What is it? How many hours is that? That's like, an eight-hour drive. <laughs> An eight-hour drive, and and it's and it's it's three girls. It's, it's me oh. and my frat brother, oh. and we're over. And one of my pops said, "I woke up the next morning, and um, I go raid his refrigerator, and he, you know, gives me all the stuff, so I go cook over there." And he tells me, "Bro, I'm telling you right now, don't you ever do that again." I said, "What, boy? You showed up in my house last night at three o'clock in the morning." Oh my god. I sent you upstairs because we had he had a four family flat, you know what I'm saying? He had he lived over on one side and on the other side he had two apartments on the other side. So the top apartment wasn't rented out. So he let us go upstairs and I woke up and I'm I'm in the apartment like, where the heck am I at? Oh he said, God. son, you ended up you're you're in St. Louis now. You you I cannot believe you made it here. I said, I didn't drive, did I? No, you didn't drive. You didn't drive. But you don't, even to this day, you don't know how it happened. Like I how. don't know how Jeez. it happened. That's what I say. I've been, bro, I've been but you're here blessed. to tell a story. I've been All blessed right. my entire life because there's no way I should be alive because I, I didn't know you. how I went eight hours and I had faces of death in my pocket. Yeah, in my, that's in a, my coat pocket. That's a bad. 
That's a really bad combination. Man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, Mad it, Dog 2020. You had girls, man. You should just shut them the face of death. Yeah, off. really, man. What is wrong with you, dude? What is happening, man? You ain't no game at Go all. Spend dude. time in what their place. None whatsoever, bro. Oh I'm just God. all I know is I'm in St. Louis, bro. I'm wow. in St. Louis. That is no joke. Yeah, wow. all right. Yeah. Hey, Barrett, um, you want to clarify uh, what T Fortuna just uh, threw up here about that? you trying to run him over on the boat? Oh, man. It, no, it, it, it wasn't like that. But put it like this I was going for a no hitter, I didn't caught any fish. So not the kind of no hitter you you, you want. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. So pitching I'm, a no hitter. Yeah. You're I'm right. sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know, man, I gotta catch a fish somehow. So the first fish, boom, Steve, you know, one, you know, the guy, his his boat is right next to my boat down in the, in the at the dock. And then boom, my cousin gets a fish. So I can't, I can't be out there. I'm sitting there like, man, I gotta get a fish. Quick, fast, in a hurry. I what's going on. So all of a sudden I felt I saw the pole go. Boom. And I ran when I I they didn't know I was that fast. I got up so fast. <laughs> I almost knocked them over. They were, like, they were like, bro, you almost took my head off. No, I wasn't going to hit you, man. But I had to make sure I got this fish, man. So I, I, it was my turn. I had to make it happen. And you just happened to be in the way. Kevin told you you just had to, you know, oh, man. a couple guys were in the way, man. But it was fun, man. Okay. I, 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 nobody's hurt. No one's hurt to make it. to kill this. his boat mate to get yeah. you a fish. Unbelievable. And no, you wonder killed, why I won't go I fishing killed, with look, him. I almost killed two people. <laughs> And you wonder why I won't go fishing with you. Uh, uh, all right. So uh, a couple other movies here. Uh, Cape Fear, the 1991. Oh, De Niro is. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of his whoa. better roles. Yep. Oof, yep. Really good in it. Nick Nolte's the father. Uh, best Man Holiday of the Best Man uh, movies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Diggs, that whole yep. crew. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, by the way um, Captain Jeff, appreciate you. We were on his boat up north. Oh, this past weekend? Yeah, yeah. Up north, you know, it was it was, nice. it was a nice time. Man. He Did you catch me, anything? Yeah, we caught we caught stripers, man. I, in fact, I came home and made me some striper nuggets. Unbelievable, go. man. Striper nuggets. But he got he's got heat in his boat. He got the thing on, he got heat in it, man. I'm sitting up in there, I'm heating, I'm in there sleeping. That's pretty nice. Half the time, man. You know, <laughs> I was asleep, bro. You gotta like that. Oh, jeez. But you know um, that's what happens, bro. That's what happens. I, did I miss any uh, any movies for you guys? Let's see. You got uh, Charlie Angels, the third installment. I don't know why they made a third installment, but after the first one, I was done. Yeah. So, but I I, that second. came out two thousand nineteen. So okay. okay, that was it. All right, I, I nailed them all. Um, all right, so we know what it, what this is looking like here from an Eagle standpoint. We mentioned to you that it would be the Colts next week, so. Just, just a real quick, give you what they have on deck, you know, beyond that. Then it's Green Bay after that. That's the Sunday night game, as Derek sadly brought us back to reality on the night games. Uh, but you have the Colts. Thank you, Robert. You're welcome. Uh, you have Green Bay, and then it's Tennessee. Now, the Green Bay-Tennessee games are home. That game is in Indianapolis. Of course, the Colts, you know, they, they went back to Matt Ryan, who actually who was okay. They didn't ask him to do much. Um, but it was really they, – they won in – in large part behind the the running of Jonathan Taylor, which, you know, you go into a concern because that's clearly what teams are trying to do against them. Well, We're gonna that's, that's exactly what happens. You you go to what you do best. You run the ball. Yes. And that's what they did. That's why they were able to win with Jeff, uh, Jeff Saturday being their head coach. Yeah. That, I, no just, I just got a text. You can't even see it. Dang it. This picture of Barrett sleeping in a corner of a boat. <laughs> you can't even see it. You can hardly see it. 
Yeah, we don't he's need curled to. Up, he's curled <laughs> up in the corner of a boat. It's heat in there, man. You can't put heat in, and then the waves rocking. You know, it's just a great, peaceful time. You know, it was it was great, oh, man. man. Hot. He got on his he got on his snowsuit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play anymore, bro. I make sure I got. I, I'm 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 geared down. I mean, I got yeah, I the boots. I can't do it. I got the rain suit. I got all that, man. Cause you never know. Cause like me, it doesn't matter if it's raining outside. Cause the fish are already wet. <laughs> wow, my God. Fish are already wet. Well, look, the, the beauty is you can always take off layers, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Stupid. I'd rather man, be able oh, to man. take off layers and to get to add something you can't add any, man. There's no yeah, like being cold. Know, when a cold when a cold rain hits you, it's like needles hitting you, man. It's oh, like man. I hate that feeling. Well, I was going, I was trying to go out fish. We went out fishing. Last time I went fishing um in the wintertime, I went out. And we were um, going and catching blackfish, you know, which they say is a great taste. I've never caught one before. But it was the most miserable time I've ever had fishing because it was 30 degrees outside. Uh-uh. And I and I had on sneakers and I Ooh. had on jeans. Oh, no. And I had on a big jacket. And I was so cold. That I, was, I was cold to my bones. Like, my yeah. bones were even cold. That's how yeah. cold I was. That's the first, time, first and only time I ever went fishing. And could not fish. I, I had to go. But I had to go inside and, and sit down, man. I was that cold, man. And everybody I laughed at me. Can't everybody laughed at me, bro. No, I couldn't do it. Do it. All right. Man. On that note, that's going to do it for us. So we're back oh, at come it. Come on, so, man. You, you can keep going. You have. You have. <laughs> you absolutely can keep going. I got. I got a daddy. I got daddy daycare. Dude. Daddy I'm getting daycare. To pick up my grandson now from I school. I got you. I got you. All right. Well, we're back at it tomorrow. And again, we'll uh, we'll continue to look back and look forward here. It's a, we're into Wednesday, so we'll hit a bunch of different stuff with the NFL in terms of rankings, power rankings, and all that good stuff. And we'll dig into a lot of other things. Uh, it's a weird schedule for the Sixers. They're off till Friday. <laughs> Not sure what's going on there. Look at the bowl three sixteen. Barrett is a three hundred pound Gordon's fisherman. <laughs> Your yellow slicker, put your yellow slickers on. Yeah. Oh my God. Looks like you should have been on the deadliest catch. Yeah, exactly. Oh. All right. Stay tuned. You get the National Football Show with Dan Cilio. I want to thank Xander Krausperters for the program. Thanks to everybody in the chat section, everybody streaming, everybody listening. We appreciate you. That is for sure. We're back at it tomorrow at the same time for hey, uh, Barry. Yes. I'm on at 3 30 with. Uh... With well, Sills. Sills, yeah. All right, so stay tuned for Barrett at 3.30 with Dan. Uh, back full for the full three tomorrow. So for Barrett, for Derek, I'm Rob. Everybody, thanks for watching. Have a great, great Tuesday. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. We are Sports Day. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers. Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, We've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. 
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money.